Barbershop is back again for one more week. The lights are still on. I'm your host, Mark Gray, playersvoice.com. This week, show resembles a lot like it did last week. DJ, what's good, buddy? What's up, man? And to my left, the producer, the man who makes all this happen, make sure we start on time. That's the reason we never do. A1, what's going on, buddy? What's up, man? TJ, one more week. TJ will be back next week, so we'll be getting a lot of fan mail. Where's TJ's move? You know, what happened? It's, he got suspended for conduct detrimental to the team, but he will be back next week, man. So he's, uh, he's our Greg Hardy. <laughs> we had to go a couple of weeks without him because he does not control his emotions. So, uh, TJ will be back next week for all those, all those people who've been emailing us in. But, um, very busy time of season. Open night today in the NBA. We still have an NBA show that we need to do. We basically just had one. <laughs> we definitely just had one off air. We just had a, we just did an entire NBA preview off air. Talk about a waste of uh why well, anyone was just sitting here doing nothing, didn't record anything. I recorded the whole thing. We had to do two work. We gotta do we gotta work twice as hard because our our, our engineer is literally asleep at the wheel while we just did a whole entire NBA preview show. Um That was a waste of a good uh debate though. And we even came to a conclusion at the end. Which is uh a bit of good conversation to have on tape. But we did. I, I was going to say something, but yeah, I was on the roll. I was so. like, man, what are you going to say what? What are you going to talk about? Oh, man, <laughs> somebody talking about the whole NBA. All these stories here, just talking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's what we do, man. Hey, the flow, man. It, 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 the thing is, is like we said, we we love what we do, so it's what we do, man. It just comes it comes natural. If you put three of us at the table together, that's where the debate's going to go. So that's why, you know, a lot of people say that they would do what they do for free, and we um, do. <laughs> you know what I mean? We we absolutely do. So you know, we bring this product to you guys. You guys enjoy. It. Um, we're gonna do things a little different. This I'm not not much different, but we always tell you what you need to do at the end of the show when you're not no longer listening. So we need to tell you at the beginning, um, where to go, how to keep up with everything. So on, let's get all the Twitter. DJ, what's your Twitter? Um, Demar Johnson, I believe, or Demar J. Whatever. I that is Twitter. So. <laughs> this is going well. Yeah, my, my Instagram is Demar J. I know that for sure. Spell it for us. D E R M A R R the letter J. Okay, that's your Instagram. That's my Instagram. It's possibly my Twitter also. Possibly. No, nowhere else do you get possibilities. They might be my Twitters. And then my Twitter, which is very active, very active, um, is Gray A Mark. I don't even know how you say it, at Twitter, or as you say as my at, or whatever the case may be. And on Facebook, playersvoice.com. A one, do you have? I'm not that anybody would ever. What do you have? Nothing. Uh, M grade two thousand. That's M G R A D E two thousand. That's Twitter. Lots of yeah, lots of great content on there. <laughs> Come check it out. <laughs> yeah, Come get yeah. some of this. Mine is at Delmar Johnson. Okay, that's okay. That's one. Um, the show. If you have any questions or comments or anything, just anything, you just want to have us email right on the air. Just want to let us know that you're listening. Whatever the case may be. That's the email address is thebarbershop at playersvoice.com. So you can get that there. And then more importantly, where you can listen to the show on iTunes and my actual favorite place to listen to it now is TuneIn at, that's TuneIn. TuneIn Radio. TuneIn Radio. Okay. And the app is awesome. You go on there, you just type in the barbershop and you can go and you can listen weekly and it has all the shows from quite a while back there. And you know, you can listen to it in your car, whatever the case may be. So. That's the uh, easiest way. And, of course, on the website right there, playersvoice.com, 
podcast. You'll see our picture on there and you can listen to the show. And that is that. Um, quick stories before we get into the NFL World Series. Pick a World Series team, son. You know who's in the World Series? Um, the Mets. And the Royals. Yeah. So who you gonna I pick? I picked the Mets. You picked the Mets? Yeah. Any particular reason? Um, I just like the city of New York better. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Kansas City. You know why? Why? Because you picked the Mets. So that would be, that, <laughs> that would be my, so uh, much we can. That, 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 that would be, and there concludes our, our World Series <laughs> preview right there. Anything you'd like to add, anyone? I'm gonna go with uh, Kansas City. They were there last year, um, so they might be a little more incentivized to pull it out this year. So we'll see what happens. And my favorite baseball player of all time was the Kansas City Royal. Bo, Bo knows. Kind of a, I didn't even see the interview. I just seen like all the pictures for the Mets, like sitting beside each other doing sort of interview. They look, they look like an interesting bunch. So just going with that. As good as anything else I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, as silly as that sounds, it's as good as any insight that I could give. Um, college football, man, you, did you hear that, um, I mean, Ed Reed, I guess it was in an interview when he was asked, so I don't want to say that he said it, but Ed Reed said he would be interested. Now, the whole time I'm watching this and the, and the carousel goes around and you hear the rumors go, and it's, you know, the hurricanes and you fire the coach and there's so much tradition and pride and, and you, every week if you watch any of these games, you see the NFL star lineups and it's the U. It's always the U, the U, the U. Mm-hmm. Pride, there's two 30 for 30s and it's like, how does a program with this tradition, this much greatness, that much swag, have this type of situation where you guys are completely irrelevant? It's different now. The kids, they don't have to go to the U to become NFL players. They can go anywhere. I mean, before, you know, it was only a few, few schools that guys felt like, even in basketball, they got to go to those schools to get the recognition that they want. And it's not the case anymore. Got that break speed off of them by Clemson, and you're thinking yeah. to yourself, you know, where's Ray Lewis? Attention Ray Lewis. Like, page Ray Lewis to the locker room. Like, <laughs> somebody needs to come out here. And it, and the thing is, it would be different if the players weren't still there. But the players are still right there in South Florida. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, they gotta help recruit or something. I mean, you gotta get a big-name coach in there, though. That's, that's what's gonna help. That's what's gonna bring in recruits. And, you know... Because, like I say, everybody, even like the same thing with Texas. Texas used to having all the good players out of Texas. Now every other school in Texas gets the better player. Yeah, that that it's it's just such a big um swing, and it's hard to see. It's definitely hard to see. And with all those, I mean, I remember, and it still is legendary. The off season workouts down there. You know, I mean, it's a Hall of Fame collection of people working out in the off season. And you're thinking as a recruit, and you walk in, you're like, is that Ray Lewis in the weight room? Like, yeah, he was running routes with Andre Johnson, Santana Moss, and Reggie Wayne, and it's just like, wow, like, as a recruit, how can you not be like, would you like to be part of this fraternity? I guess I would. Like, I would love to sign up for that fraternity, and it, that's just not the case. What, and, I, what I didn't know is their stadium is like 30 minutes from campus. Yeah, well, it's, in, it's down there in Coral Gables. So it's, 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 uh, it's definitely, it's, it's the equivalent of like, people don't know who aren't from here that the Redskins play in Landover. You know what I mean? It's just, that is that type of situation. So yeah, that's that's rare for college stuff. Usually, it's right there on campus. You just walk right over. Yeah, there's no I don't, down there in Coral Gables where that campus is. It'd be hard pressed to put something that big, yeah. uh, that big of a uh, of a stadium. Um, but yeah, they suck, and which is uh, pretty whack. Uh, anything else over the weekend caught your eye, college football wise, DJ? Um, 
I mean, not, I mean, it's, it's a lot going on in college football, but nothing really that big. I mean, besides, you know, you know my guy, Leonard Fournette, just don't really do. Still, a lot of running backs is just going crazy this year. Ohio State, change, quarterback change. I mean, the guy did, uh, what's his name, came out and uh, balled, but the point was a little bit, left a little something to be desired. But I, mean, I like both of those guys. So that'd be okay. Okay. Anything you want to say, anyone? No, not really. Hell, let's get straight into the NFL. Uh, NFL news story today: Ryan Malik released uh, after missing a flight. At, we 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 discussed this off the air, so we're not going to spend much time on it. But we all were in agreement that I don't know what Ryan Malik was thinking in terms of where he where he thinks he'll get a better opportunity to start than right there where he was. He's a backup quarterback who was backing up another backup quarterback. So DJ took the words right out of my mouth. This, he would have got a chance to start very, very soon. And we both agreed probably by halftime of next week's game, he would have been in there. And that seems to be what's going on. Over he would there. have started halftime of this past week against Mike. Oh, yeah. He, he would have started because it was so bad at that time. He would have had to make a change. But yeah, I, I don't know if he's he just. himself in the foot. Yeah. It seems like he's pissing away his, um, his NFL career. I mean, I don't it's know. Maybe he's higher. Know. Maybe he's higher on himself than he. Than the rest of the world. Right. I like him. That's sad. And I think he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, I thought he. I thought he was promising, young guy, strong arm, tall. I mean, he's supposed to be really good. Does O'Brien make it through the season? Hey, I mean, I feel like you got to give him the season. Ooh, I mean, the fire him already. He's, he's already been there. I think this is his third year. It's not his first year. I mean, with Aaron Foster getting hurt again. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is weird with this team, man. It don't look good. No. This is not what you saw on. I know you bought all the um, all the hard knock tickets, and, and this does not look like. Looks a lot different when there's another team on the field, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks a hell of a lot different than like in practice. Everybody looks really good. I mean, they look really bad, bro. Like really bad. That's. I mean, I, I, what's good with like their defensivity when JJ Watt's supposed to be, you know, this best player in the league. He got his two sacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and when they're down a hundred, right. and he was hurt, I mean, and I just can't imagine like a, a LT team being as bad defensively as those LT team with Bill Parcells on it and a hell of a, other, a lot of other players. Not I really mean, a lot of other players. There were never no top cornerbacks, no top safeties. You had Paul Banks and Pepper Johnson. Yeah, he wasn't there the whole time. Pep, Pep was pretty good. I'll take Cushion. I'll take Cushion over Pep. I'll see he was on the Jazz man. Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah. Just a different time. But that being said, I mean, I, it'd be hard pressed to say you don't want to blame this on JJ Watt. But I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever the case may be, they're bad defensively. But you could have special teams. You could have definitely invested some of that money into a better quarterback that you paid JJ Watt. But the thing is, it's not like. If they didn't give JJ Watt that money, somebody else was. It's not like they were just they just came out of nowhere with that no, number. I'm okay with giving JJ Watt anything he wants. <laughs> right. I'm just saying when they when they talk about him in in the same sentence as you know guys like LT and guys who who were great on defense, who had great defenses, and even though I don't know how much he controlled being one player, but other one players have controlled more of you know they won't be bad because of this defense. They'll be bad, maybe because our offense isn't great, but this defense isn't going to be the problem. Yeah, I mean, I think also when, well, one, 
LT got to wreak havoc from any lineup all over the different field. JJ Watt doesn't get that that privilege, and um, JJ Watt is I, I don't think you you could, if you sit down and you watch a tape you'll see any play where JJ Watt isn't heavily compensated for you know two if not three people yeah. on him. Um, but I, I don't know he's very it sounds silly to, and it sounds like you know maybe being a naive fan or whatever the case may be, but they used him last year on offense very effectively with a very high ratio. Yeah. And you're thinking in your head, like, why? Why not? Why haven't you tried it at all this year? And to, to piggyback off what you said, the dude is making a pretty penny. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't think you're asking too much to be like, can you take some snaps at tight end with the $120 million that we gave you? Like, I mean, and, and the, the, you see the thing, he practices. It's something that he practices every day yeah. after practice. So is he just practicing it for, for to entertain himself? Mm-hmm. And what little few people know is that he actually was a college tight end, so it didn't just come out of nowhere. You know, that's that's a natural position to him. And I'm watching an offense that TJ constantly says, I just don't see any stars, and I, I don't see anything. And when you outside of Aaron Foster, who's now gone, and you just have Hopkins, you have you have a an elite level receiver, mediocre talent at at, at quarterback, and nothing. You know, without Arian Foster. Back to JJ, I wonder how much of a leader he is. Because even even when when Ray Lewis wasn't as great on the field, just his just his leadership being there, yeah. talking to guys, yep. you know, getting everybody to play at mm-hmm. their highest level alone. You know, even like I've said with LT, you know, you see him on the sideline, you know, like you're going crazy like dogs out here, and you know, just making everybody want to match that intensity. Let me ask you this: as a guy who's who, who can speak professionally to that. Because I agree, but what what do you say say you, especially somebody who is that's not who you are. No, no. So what what say you about the idea of? Because as an outsider's fan, we think of people like a LT or a, a Ray Lewis. He's and this could just be one hundred percent media driven, but I don't think so. He's deemed the greatest motivator of all time, and it damn sure seems like that from the outside looking in. Like when I listen to his speeches, I want to go tackle somebody. Yeah. So how much do you say that is versus as a, like for example, you played with Tim Duncan, who is one of the greatest winners of all time, and I mean he's not in the huddle delivering, let's go out there and kill him speeches. No, he's not. But when you when pops is <laughs> pops, all you gotta do is listen to pops, and you'll be okay. You don't need anybody else. Going I mean, we've seen what Hard Knocks did show us, and I believe it 100% accurate, is it sounds like J.J. Watt is certainly a leader in the sense of he leads by example. Like, right. it seems he lives, the, he walks the walk. You know what I mean? They say he's, you know, in bed by 8 o'clock and, yeah. you know, works yeah. hard his first one in the gym, basically lives at the facility. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he's doing the Ray Lewis, man. You know, everybody has to be at their best, da-da-da-da. I didn't... Again, I didn't watch Hard Knocks, and I didn't see that. It didn't look like he was the type of person that if you were late to the meeting, you're going to have to answer to JJ. Exactly. And I don't really – I mean, like guys that do things like that, I don't know if that's, like, the best way. But it's seeming, it's seeming like it is, you know, like, because I know guys who who's like that. You know, they're the all-stars. They're putting all the work. But if you're not, <laughs> hey, that's on you. But then you got guys, you know, hey, if you're not doing this, you're going to have to answer to me. You're going to have some trouble. Or you you got to get out of here or something. And to me, okay, in this day and age, so this is a great segue right into that because you know who is like that, and he's catching all the flack in the world right now. And to me, it's ludicrous. Is Greg Hardy? Okay. Like the fans, he should be suspended. To me, I think that's that's just the dumbest thing ever, and I don't have a problem with the guy. Now, again, we don't know what was said and what was said, but we do know that what it was 
fueled by is that he wants to win. Yeah. And he, and if he feels like people, he feels like I'm out here balling and you guys aren't, like, let's do something, let's get it. I don't really have a problem with that. I mean, it, the problem is it's him. And everything, everything that he says or does is not always positive. It's like, it's not like he's JJ. He's out there, you know, he's getting sacks, but, you know, he's just like a positive role model. You know, he's been in trouble and he's been saying weird stuff in the media. Right. So it's hard to, and especially for him to go into another, another team's meeting, like special, special teams, teams meeting, meeting, knocking clipboards out, out of his hands. <laughs> That, oh, that's not necessary. I, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't like that at all. I mean, Dez, and Dez, no, because Dez, you know, he's pretty emotional himself. Right. He goes over there, he's trying to calm the guy down, and you're not even trying to hear from Dez. At, at some point, I mean, that's not helping your team. Okay, if you're on the team, do you chalk it up as anything other than Greg? Like, are you offended? Like, okay, get it, get it. Let's say you're the special teams guy, and, you know, you just listen to the guy, and he's talking, the coach comes up, man, y'all, you know, blah, blah, blah. Are you like, Man, I was I'm really offended that he just did that. Or are you just like, man, that dude's just trying to win. It is what it is. It's not that big of a deal. I'm I'm, I'm sure he's trying to win, but I think it depends what he said, what he actually said to him. That too. It depends on what he said. But I feel like once he once he took it to the coach, and once, you can't be like yelling at them guys. But the play is over now. They score. Now, I mean, you you can't do that on, on the sideline. You know all the cameras watching, especially when someone, especially leading your team, tries to calm you down. You still going on? That's that's when it gets to be too much for me. Do you would you want if if you found out tomorrow the Giants signed Greg Hardy? Would you be happy? Absolutely. I was gonna say I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that dude is a monster. He, it, in football, I get football is different than basketball in that it's a physical sport and the passion. It's you you. There's not a player. There's not a fan in the world that doesn't say I love what this guy brings between the lines. And I don't think. That you, it's as easy as people think to just, you think that there's a switch that just goes off when he leaves in between those lines. You know, like everybody loves that animal when he throws off three offensive linemen, you know, tackles and breaks Tom Brady over his knee. And it's like, man, that guy's a savage. You know, I love it. And the same thing with like with Sue. You know what I mean? Sue is out there just like a bear in a, in a, you know, playing amongst, in a China, a bull in a China shop. And then you want these guys to just, when they walk across the line to just be, Gentleman of the Year and and you know Mrs. T and Crippets and I'm not so sure it's that easy and, and I think when you sign a guy like Greg Hardy you you know what you're getting you do want to temper it back as much as possible but that same passion that he plays with on the field is I, I guess it's the same passion he walks up and down the sideline with maybe I don't know maybe it's me that I'm just so cool but I never understood like I mean that's your job to go out there and and you know beat guys up or whatever but when you got people who you know care about you, who are leaders, who are trying to calm you down. You throwing him out the way, and you still throwing tantrums. At what point? I mean, I mean, is that even you? I mean, are you like in a whole other body or something? <laughs> I never understood why guys still, you know, go crazy when you like guys trying to talk sense to you. Like, look, not right now. Calm down. It's okay. And they're still going crazy. I think he's kind of entered the. You know who the basketball version name would be? Who? Cousins. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it, where you're just like, man, if this dude could just get his head together, right? Because you watch Demarcus Cousins do something, you're like that is some, that was a combination of Akeem, you know, in his prime, like that was a hell of a move, great footwork, and then you see him trying to yell at the ref, and the coach tells him to calm down, yeah. and he tells the coach, you can get some too, yeah. and teammate who's trying to calm down, you can get it too, right. and it's just like, 
dude, right. what, like, you're not going to get far like that anywhere. Like, you know, relax. Yeah, no, you're right about That's a good comparison. You know, I, I don't know. I, I saw it, and I'm thinking in my head, like, the whole concept. Now, I, I don't think it comes to the point where you start talking about you need to suspend them or you need to get rid of them. No, I, I, I definitely, I definitely, um, suspend them. That would make sense. Suspend The only guy on your team who's getting a pass rush. Right. Don't do it again. I mean, calm down. Control your emotions. But suspend them? Goodness. <laughs> but would you agree that you can be a, a high-intensity player like a J.J. Watt? Without all the antics on the on Absolutely. this side, I mean, look, like Houston isn't exactly lighting it up, and you don't see JJ Watt out here like doing stuff like that. You right. know what I mean? Right. Nah, I, that's that's what I'm thinking. I feel like you should be able to do both. Yeah. And especially then you go in the media and you still look like you got the devil in your eyes, and you like, man, next comment, <laughs> no comment, no comment. Thank you guys. Yeah, I'm not. To me, if I was in that locker room when he was doing that, he kind of had to look in the eye that you're right. I'd be like. Sit this interview out. Like I'll be the one asking questions from the back because he definitely right. looked like at any given second he could yeah. pick up. Let me get all four of you reporters and just break you with like in like, half. You didn't calm like, down. Yeah, I'm like you didn't calm down yet. Yeah, you had plenty of time to calm down. You still like just look in his eyes. Forty minutes later, that's what I'm saying. He had that look in his eyes that I definitely like. You want to get some sound bites from him? Like I'll catch him in another day because he definitely looked like he was about to snap and his eyes looked crazy. That's. Yeah, now I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know. That's not, good. and I can tell you what, it, it kind of um makes you feel like you, when you see that and then you read the transcript from what Shorty, the girl said, you're like, mm-hmm. not, that far fetched. not that far yeah. fetched. Like, yeah. you know, I would never just pick somebody up and body slam them. And, right. then two weeks <laughs> you tried before. to pick Des Bryant up and body right. slam them if you could have. I mean, like. Then two weeks before he like, yeah, um, I want I want Tom's wife yeah. and all our friends <laughs> right. come to the game. Sit up front. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's he he definitely needs to be reeled in uh a little bit. But I I I feel like Jerry Jones bought him and bought his popcorn and yeah. he's just sitting there watching. And and any, the whole idea that people think Jerry Jones is gonna do something about it? Yeah, right. Anything that has you talking about the Cowboys, Jerry Jones is all on board for it, man. Like, like you said though, I'll take it. I'll, I'll I'll definitely take it. I'll take them three sacks and three games. I I definitely take it. I'd like to have. I, I, here's the difference. I think when you have somebody like that under Ray Lewis's watch, that's when I think that's the difference between a leader like that. I, I think Ray channels that. I, I'm sure the, there's Ravens players that you'd be like, yeah, nah, he, he had a little bit of that, but yeah. you know, Ray told him to calm down. He calmed down. See, I mean, yeah, but I I, I feel like Ray might got to prove that to Greg. Mm, yeah, I agree a yeah, little I don't, bit. <laughs> what I you don't mean? Know, like, I don't Greg know might be a he might be a he might be a show me person. Big boy me, cause you Greg. <laughs> hey, come come in this room with me and, <laughs> and, see, and see what's up. I mean, I know you gotta respect guys like Ray. I know I mean, he's he's a champion and he's done so much, but I don't know. Greg just don't seem like like that type. You just not going, you know, big boy talking. Uh, my guess is that a lot of people's career move wasn't like, you know, my career really took off is when I fought Ray Lewis one on one, and I either beat him up like that. That would not be a good look for your career. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Ray, like, yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> like, no, I was like, same with Dez. I was like, man, like he, I might feel like he might, you know, body slam Dez. That right. might be his last day. Absolutely. <laughs> if people are getting released for breaking Geno Smith's draw, you gotta believe that fighting Des Bryant would certainly yeah. be a, a nice way to uh, exit your uh, your your, especially when Des is already working with a broken foot or whatever the case may have been. 
Yeah, that would not have gone over well. Like, could you imagine if he actually like if he just pushed him? Maybe just pushed him. And then he like and fell, and then it was like, yeah. "There's Brian out for the year." <laughs> Major setback. Yeah, yeah. He was on pace to play next week. Now won't play. Then, I think he would have to leave in the middle of the night. Like he'd probably sign signed in New York next week. Pierre Paul wouldn't have been meeting with us this week. Yeah, that, <laughs> abs- absolutely. I mean, yeah, that that have been yeah, no 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 return from that one. All right, let's get into these uh games right here. The Seahawks 49ers. 49ers are bad, bro. Anything yeah. else you want to say? Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I guess you can't say too much. Man. They're bad. They look bad. They look very bad in every aspect of the game. The defense, actually, I take that back. The defense didn't play bad, but I think I'm not so sure how much that had to do with the fact that um, I don't think the I don't think the Seahawks offensively have even come close to meeting the potential that they're supposed to be at. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I mean, 49ers they showed me a little bit a few weeks, but playing mm-hmm. against the Seahawks, Seahawks in the in the position that they're in, coming off a loss. The Seahawks had to go in there and, and make some somewhat of a statement. And with, with the 49ers, I'm glad we got a chance to see Vernon Davis actually out there catching some balls. Um, but nobody else can really get open. Okay, you know, I'm going to take from this because I, I don't want to talk about this game. I'm, I'm going to switch it to something else. Every time – where are you on the Russell Wilson – I, I, my, I'm all over the place on Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I, I was the last person to, get, I was the very last person to get on the Russell Wilson um train. Mm-hmm. And ever since I got on the train, the train sucks, right? Like I, like I don't. And then I've gotten off, and then he balls out, and then it's just like me and he, my fandom and him just don't seem to click together. Like I, I don't know. I've seen times where it's like this guy's the next one, and I've seen times where I'm like this guy is a mediocre quarterback on a very good football team. Nah, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's accurate. I mean, he, he knows when to run, when to throw. They haven't been doing a great job of blocking this year. Um, but I'm, I, I, I like Russell. I like Russell a lot. I'm not going. How high, how high are you on Russell? Um, you mean like a scared of one of Are you, are you, are you like, nah, that's, that's, that's the guy whose name we're going to know for the next decade. He's, he's, he's the one, like he's going to be, he's destined for greatness. I see Hall of Fame ahead of him or, or, or is it just like, I mean, I think he can have a solid I mean, career. How much, how much more can you do? He got, he got a Super Bowl. Should have two. Mm-hmm. Um, so you say you're pretty high on him? The more do we, do we expect from him? I mean, do, does he have to go to two, three more Super Bowls for us <laughs> to respect him? No. I, I thought he's, I think he's been doing a, a good job. I mean, he wasn't given a job. He, he took the job. And he took it, and the team has been excelling since. We talked last week. Okay, remember we agreed, and it's not even agreed, like it was up for the debate. Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady won Super Bowls very early in their career where they were on the team. Yes. And then later in their career, they went back and stamped it by like, oh, no, 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 I am the Super Bowl, you know, thing like that. Because, I mean, if Ben Roethlisberger had just rolled out and had another mediocre career and just never did anything else, I feel like it was needed for Ben to go back and lead his team and win. And, and then Peyton is, I mean, not Peyton, excuse me, um, Brady is going back and won several more, but their legacy isn't built off of those first Super Bowls that they won. So, I mean, don't you feel like Russell needs to go back and, and do something? Well, Russell's not that caliber quarterback like them guys. He's not, he's not now. Put in their sentence, but he did. Right he's still early. Do you, he, does he, he have that more, potential? I feel like he did more. Yes, his Super, Super Bowl, Bowl than those. He did. Yeah, absolutely. Person, I mean, um, Roethlisberger was terrible. Yeah, Brady and Brady didn't was, do much, didn't do much either. Passes. Right. 
But no, so he definitely did more than them than that. But do you think, and not even necessarily to say those two, but do you see greatness? Let's let, let's put it that way. Do you see greatness in Russell Wilson's future? I feel like he's going to be what he is. I don't know how much more he, he can be. He's not, you know, the pocket quarterback that's just going to sit there and throw for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. I think he makes smart decisions. I mean, everybody makes some dumb ones every now and then. I think he's a smart quarterback. And I think he, um, he, that he can throw and he can run. I mean, for that team, he does what he's asked to do. I don't know how much better he can be. I got you. I got you. I, sounds like you're pretty much in the same thing as me. Like, definitely not going to call the guy a bum and definitely not going to call him Drew Brees either. But, um. I mean, it's still early though. Like, it is. look at Drew Brees early in his career. Like, the Chargers didn't even want him when they, like, they, like you can go basically, you know. So, yeah. I think it's still too early to. Just a gunslinger. Like, he's, that's, that's what he does. Russell's, Russell's is more safe than that. He can make, he can make throws and he can run, but he's not just like going to sit back. I kind of. 50 passes like Drew. I, I felt like he was going to be Brady, a, a better Brady, like a, a game manager who's smart. And like, even his running looks very good. Like he manages to run 800, get 800 yards in rushing and not get hit because he doesn't yeah. run. You know, like if you, if the field's open and there's nine yards, he takes yeah. the nine yards yeah. and steps out of bounds. You know what I mean? So he, he just seems like a very smart guy and, not like Drew, because Tom Brady is not the gunslinger um, Drew Brees is. Drew Brees, right. triple covered, seven yards on the field. Right. I think I can get it in there and, and throw it out there. Tom's like, no, one, two, three, gone. Hit you on the numbers, doom. And I thought Russell was headed more towards that. I never looked at him as as, as the Tom Brady. Tom Brady's in, in the system. They're a well-oiled machine. And, you know, Tom can make all the throws, but he's not asked to make them throws that often. And which is similar to like him though. That's what Russell is. Russell will throw down the field. Russell will make them throws. Like maybe he got to scramble sometimes and break a tackle. But that's why I thought he was. Ball down the that's field. why I thought he was going to be. Uh, you know, <laughs> don't want to. You never want to say something like I thought he'd be a better Tom Brady. But I was saying I thought he'd be cut from that cloth and that I'm not going to be Drew Brees, more of a game manager. But I can throw the ball down the My field and I will put, throw the ball down put, the field. If you put another quarterback in. In that, in that New England system, where, oh, what you're doing is you're just exploiting all of the mismatches. These linebackers on Lewis, okay, Lewis, you, you break out wide. We're going to you. You're cutting across the middle. We're doing all these pick plays. Well, all you're really doing is throwing these little, these little five yard throws. But, but then the one time that safety makes the wrong move or something, then they'll try you over top. Right. But the thing is, is that it sounds that way until you try to replace Brady and you realize that the precision that is, that six yard out is at six. It's not a five. It's not a seven. It's not a six and a half. It's at six. The only time he's been replaced is by Matt Castle when he won 11 games. With a team that Tom Brady had won 16. Yeah, I mean, you can't expect him to just come in 16, but you know, other quarterbacks like that who's been gone and their team just won two games. Yeah, and then other people's quarter, the guy came in and, I mean, that's fine. If you think that Tom, when Tom Brady is gone, they won't be missed. I'm not saying that. I'm, I mean, I'm because the, I'm more respected Tom Brady as because the fact is, if it was just the system, then everybody would do it. Why? If all you needed to do was say we do that, then why wouldn't every team do it? If it's just the system and it's can. not that hard to do, I don't know if they can. I mean, you got you got you know a coach who can try based on anything you want because he knows nothing can really phase him. Right, but if 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 you said if it's just this system and it's Belichick's system, mm-hmm. 
and I came into your office as Giant at DJ at, at the Giant Stadium, and I said, "This is the system I want to run. It's the same one Belichick runs, and he's won five Super Bowls with it. And I'm going to do it, and it shouldn't be that hard. Everybody would do it." You still need to, you still need that, that coach. I mean, guys can run the same stuff the Spurs run. The Spurs don't ever have the most talented team on the floor, but they they run what they run, and it always works for them. They win every year. Right, but it has somebody has to get the credit for it. It can't just be anybody. It's not just because the fact is, everybody, if it was that easy, everybody would do it. Well, for me being in the locker room, I, I give more credit to, to I gave Pops was the one that most impressed me out of all of, all of them. Tim, Tony, Manny, everybody. It was, you know, Tim was out there playing times and looking pretty old to me. But the team still did what they did. I thought it was Pops. So if you think if you think Belichick went and coached, because let's not let's not mistake that Belichick has already had a coaching job before mm-hmm. without Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and it didn't go so well. Do you think that if uh, Belichick went right now and went and coached, whatever, came here, right. you think you think they'd be like, wow, we'll be in the Super Bowl next year? Destroy him. That's what they would do. No, they destroy him. That's what they do. That's what they do. They find a way somehow to make Belichick be the worst coach in football history. Can Can Tom Brady go and? Be quarterback for the Texans and when it, you go to the Super Bowl? I think you have him in the playoffs. I definitely think he'd be in the playoffs. I mean, we'll we'll find out because Brady's run will, will will be gone and we'll see. But it's not going to count. He's old. Who's old? When Brady's old. Like he's really old. It's not going to count. No, no, no. I'll say when he's gone. I mean, Billy Check can have another shot if it's just his oh, system. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, if he goes on and wins five more Super Bowls without Tom Brady, then you know, so be the case. Right. No, Tom's Tom's a bad boy. I don't know. And it's easy to say that, but the, the thing is, is the, the difference is 11 games with a team that the year before that broke every record, you know what I'm saying, there was no demand. It was literally the exact same offense. And mind you, Castle also went to the Chiefs after that, and he led them to the playoffs, and he had a Pro Bowl season. So it's not like Castle was just some bum either. You know, he played well other places without Belichick. Um... Bills Jaguars. Wait, hold up, real quick. Um, on that subject that you guys were just talking about, um, so there's a lot of buzz going around that Cam Newton is having an MVP caliber season because he's led the Panthers to a six and zero start without a lot of great offensive weapons. Uh, would you agree with that? Or close. Um, I, I, this is one. Of All right, the if I, well, let me just I tell you, if I if I told you that Russell Wilson is Having a better season than Cam Newton in every statistic, would that surprise you? No, because again, Cam is not a stats guy. I watch, like I watch. Cam. Russell Wilson's never been a stats guy either, really though. Russell Wilson's stats are a lot better than people think they are. Yeah, great, but I mean, he's like, <laughs> he's, he's never. Yeah, right. He's not tearing up the. the no, no, but the, but when when you don't throw a lot of interceptions and you throw two in a two three touchdowns like two touchdowns a game, two touchdowns a game is not. If I said a guy threw two touchdowns, that's not impressive, right? It's a normal day in the park. No, it's not. A, no, wow. Tom Brady had two touchdowns this week. You'd be like, okay, that's not. If you do it every game. No, exactly. okay. Just you my, did it every my, game. And on a day by, on a one game basis, two touchdowns is not that impressive. But if you did that every game, you'd end up with 32 touchdowns. And like you said, he doesn't turn the ball over. My so. fantasy quarterback threw two touchdowns a game with no interceptions. I, I have a very different record right now. I don't know about that. Two, 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 two touchdowns and I mean we I'm losing by a little bit of points and think Manny's giving me single bitches. The, the, the um real random. Uh <laughs> I looked today. 
Do you know that in our league, the difference between you and Ty is 11 points on the season, and Ty is uh, 6-1 and one and you're 1-6? and six? That's great. That's weird how that works. Yeah, yeah. That is really weird how that works. The guy who's second to last in our entire league in scoring, and when I say second, I mean like way down there, was undefeated. His points against is 200 less than anybody else. I don't know how you how that happens. He always locks up and wins close he, games with not with his not high scoring. He plays like he'll have the second to least points scored for in that week, and he always somehow plays the guy who has the least amount of points scored. Like never fails. Right. And he'll be talking reckless like, oh, 185 to 80. And you'll be like, dude, cats out here scoring 200 points. Right. Anyway, um, to answer your question, do I? What was the question? Do I think Cam Newton is having a well, happy? No, just season? just my point was that statistically, Cam and Russell Wilson are having very similar seasons, but because the Panthers are six and zero and the Seahawks are three and four, people are talking about Cam being an MVP candidate, and we're questioning if Russell Wilson is even really that good, as if the Seahawks aren't coming off of back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. I watched this. The Panthers played on Monday night. We can go to that next game. Um, Panthers, excuse me, they played on Sunday night. So watch that game, every snap of that game. And Cam's numbers were probably got awful. He had one interception, which I don't even know how it was an interception. He threw it to the receiver. The receiver caught the ball, and the cornerback took the ball straight out of his hand. Literally took the ball out of his hand. That's a fumble if I've ever seen a fumble. But it goes down as a um, as interception. He literally should, caught – you know what yeah, I'm saying? I think they should do something about – because we had one too with Eli and Donnell. Um, yeah. weeks ago, like, I, I feel like them should not be interceptions in the quarterback. It's not fair. He took the ball out of his hand. He literally took the ball out of his hand. Okay. Then he had another interception where he hits Quinches in his hands. Quinches drops the ball or bats it up in the air, and a guy made an unbelievable what was being deemed an interception. Okay. That's two interceptions down that aren't even your fault. Numbers look bad. But then you look at this. He makes he made the he made great passes when it was necessary. And then that one play where it's late in the game, they need to get a first down. And he does a quarterback run on a delay straight up the middle. And you watch that. And there's, there's, he's the only quarterback in the league that you can do that with where it's you're not concerned about him getting a hit. You don't, you're not worried about him getting hurt. He's bigger than the people who are hitting him. You know what I mean? A designed run. It's almost like the it was like a fullback sneak. He just happened to have the ball. You know what I mean? And he does it all the time. and he's the only and he does it all the time. And he's the only player. He's the only quarterback who does that. You know what I mean? Like most of these guys, they they, they offense coordinators design plays so that their quarterback don't get hit. They have no concern with it, with Cam getting hit or running when he runs. He's not like you look at his runs. He doesn't run to the sidelines. He runs the whole straight down the middle of the field. And that's where I think it's like, and you can't put a value on that. That he's the only, like we said earlier, Russell Wilson runs. Russell Wilson runs to the outside. And when he's out there in the open field, he's trying to get out of bounds or slot. One of the two. And that's not Cam. He's, he's like half Cam. He's like half Cam. Like literally half Cam size. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. So to me, that's where the Cam value comes into. And then down at the goal line, he is their goal line back. You know what I mean? So whether it be a bootleg or, you know, Tom Brady does the over-the-top sneak thing. You no, know, Cam and third and three, he's legit. You no, know, we have a running play for Cam Newton. I also feel like that them plays also stat induced. He don't have to be. They can hand the ball off to Big Colbert or Stewart. They, Cam does that for his own stats is what I feel like. I, if, if you ask an offensive coordinator, they'll say, why when we're at the, when we're at the goal line, why hand it to somebody seven yards behind us when he's there? 
but a lot of times he does it from the shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. And he's, I think he's just good. If, uh, if, if, other than Tolbert, I'd rather have Cam Newton running in from the goal line than Jonathan Stewart. That, but nah. I now Cam, now that is he it's, is a dangerous guy doing that. Of course he's huge, he's six five two. That's what I was gonna he's, say. He's still, right. he's still your quarterback, right? No, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. From that standpoint, no, I got you from that point. But I'm yes, I'd rather have my running back running. But if who's who, I think gives me a better chance, the guy who's six foot five and has no problem jumping over and extending that ball out. You know, that's that's some pretty good eyes with a nice did wingspan. You, did you see the record for for quarterbacks that has a rushing touchdown and? A passing touchdown in ever. the same game? No, ever. Like Steve Young is winning with like 31, and Cam already has 28. Yeah, and like crazy. next is like Andy Dalton with like 11. <laughs> right. How many other quarterbacks do you think that that's capable of getting also a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown? They just, I mean, they just don't do it because they don't really. They have running backs. They don't need they have pat stats or put their put their quarterback in that position. And I think a lot of just how many of them quarterbacks you think could take that beating Cam does. Well, I mean, Tom Brady does it a lot. Tom Brady. Yeah, he's he jumps over the top. That's yeah. one yard. Yeah. They're not doing, like you said, uh, uh, essentially lining him up in the backfield, shotgun, and him running the ball straight in. Tom Brady ain't doing that with Tom Brady. No, no. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely not doing that with Tom Brady. I mean, the dude's a, dude's a freak. I mean, he's I mean, a freak you, you, you can try. You can you can try. You can try to line him up at the one yard line and put any quarterback and really on first down. Just try to dive over there, but that's what you got your running back for. So you feel like not that not that impressive? <laughs> no, Cam is very impressive, but I just feel like y'all need to move on. Right, I just feel like they patting the stats. Okay. They know he ain't throwing a lot of them. They gonna they gonna make sure he get his he get his numbers. Okay. He's the, I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He's there every time. So if Cam if Cam Newton went down tomorrow to our ankle, but Panthers I mean they won they won six games last year. I mean, okay. so if, that's what I'm saying. When he was out, he was you know he was injured all last year. Yeah. Okay. I, so that's what I'm saying is that if Cam like based on what you guys are saying, that, eh, not that impressive, just padding the stats. So if Cam Newton goes down, there's if, without Cam Newton, they're still seven and zero this year. The stats aren't that great. without Cam Newton, they're still seven and zero. Not with their backup. No, I don't think no. But you say if he goes down, not that big of a threat to them. I'm not saying they they they'll still be seven and zero or six and zero, whatever they are. But he hasn't been asked to do that much. His numbers aren't that great. They've not played the best schedule, and they're playing defense. Interesting. Running the ball well. Yeah. Interesting. 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 I mean, like for this year, like people have been questioning Cam for years. You know what I mean? Like people question everything. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Nobody questioned um Russell Wilson before this year. Sure, they do. Still questioning now. They just started just now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you tell me that it's just like, hey guys, this team has um Devin Puentress, Ted Ginn Jr., and I don't know who the third receiver is. Oh, um Jericho Cotri, and they're seven and zero. Oh, I think he's doing a great job this year. I just, that that like, wasn't my argument. Man, that's that's the team that's I'm picking to be seven and zero right now. Nah, but it's not like he's out there getting 300 yards a game still. And anybody, he's not, he's still not, you know, his stats aren't that great. They're just still winning games. So it's like, you can name the receivers, but it ain't like he just still lighting it up, throwing it to anybody. So you think you can put any quarterback back there and get this success? Nah, it's not that easy. No. <laughs> um, Bills, Jaguars. 
since it's all about stats. EJ Manuel's stats are very good. <laughs> so I guess that he's a very good quarterback. Very good performance. 298, two touchdowns. Almost 300 yards and two touchdowns. Very good performance by him. Correct. Well, this game, I mean, I, I, I caught it late. It was ugly early, bro. Yeah, I heard. They had two, two defensive touchdowns in 27 seconds. Jaguars and, and Bill. And I told you, I let you, I let you talk me into this one. I said, I, yes. I don't think he talks me into it. He did. You remember, I said, ho, 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 EJ Manuel started. He said, oh, you're going to pick, you're going to pick the Bill? I said, EJ Manuel, no Sammy Watkins. You remember that? And you were like, man, I don't know why. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I was right. like, I also, I was trying to talk about it. I was like, no Percy Harvin also. Right. And then you were like, I still take the Bills. And I was like, well, you're like, you the pick Jaguars the Jags. We're not friends score. anymore. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to lose a friendship. I was like, how the Jaguars going to score? I didn't take them to <laughs> EJ Manuel. That's how they're going to score. EJ Manuel was out there. That's how they're going to score. Yeah, obviously. But, um, A1 texted me by like 10 o'clock. I was like, this dude's terrible. <laughs> I was like, yes, I, I, I told you that. That's why I wanted to pick the Jags. They, he's definitely, and that dude was a number one pick. I mean, a first round pick uh, not that long ago. Was that like three years ago? Florida State. Tricking all of them. <laughs> Christian Ponder, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Florida State, that's hilarious. Um, Then we can go straight here. Buccaneers, Redskins. Man, that's, that hurt. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Uh, so, A1, what do you, what Redskins guy, what, what, what do you think of that, buddy? <clears throat> um, I, I mean, I was, I was definitely happy for the win, but, um, First of all, our run game is terrible. Alfred Morris probably won't be back next season. Probably, but he won't be back next season. Okay, that's why but you um, in for insight like that. But <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins, that that's I mean, that's one of the most impressive games I've I've seen from him since he's got here. So I was happy to finally see that. It's, it's, Other than that, I mean, it was the Bucks, you know. Not really. I mean, it, can't really take too much away from it. I, I'm I. But I do know if they had lost that game in the fashion that it started, if it had ended that way, a lot of changes would have happened. I agree. I going into the halftime, I feel like I feel like in that second half, Kirk Cousins was playing for his job and um, Gruden's job. Mm-hmm. Because if they had lost that game, if they had got blown out by the Bucks at home, that would not have been a good thing for either one of them. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I just I. I it's hard living here because you hear the same thing after every single victory. It doesn't matter who it is, when it is in the season. It's on Monday. It's finally heading in the right direction. You know, this but is, no, if this we, is what if I we, thought. You know, if we keep doing this and we go eight and eight, we've doubled our our win total for the last two seasons. So I mean, like if we keep doing this back and forth, eight and eight, most Redskins fans, most Redskins fans will take that. I'm gonna pull this up real quick because I want to see. Um, Okay. <laughs> at the Patriots. Okay, here's the next three games. At New England. Like that? Nope. Saints. Uh, okay. See what happens. At Cam Newton, who stinks. That's uh, a clear W, right? Got a no. Got a better chance against the Saints. <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, I think they got a better chance of losing to the Saints. So okay. they got a better chance of beating Carolina than they do the Saints. In Carolina. So y'all back on the... um. Saints are back. I don't. I, I'm no, not saying that at all. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that at all. I'm then the you got the Giants, then Cowboys, the then at Bears. I, okay. 
Good luck. I mean, good luck to you, bro. <laughs> that's, that's all. I mean, Kirk Cousins and, and the Redskins. I, I will say, I think Kirk Cousins' life was on the line in that second half, and he played like it. That that that's all I'll say. His life was on the line. He played like that. We definitely did our part, but I I don't think we're a good team. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think we're a good team. And and you had a chance to, we had a chance to win a game against another team that I think is not a good team. So it might, you know, that that to me, this game is about just two people who aren't playing game. I tell you one thing though, if you watch this game, believe me when I tell you, as we, does Doug, Doug Martin not look good? Um, yeah, he, he did. He did look good. Okay. I mean, I didn't really watch. I seen bits and pieces of this game. I mean, I picked the Redskins because they were at home. Right, two bad teams. But it was just, it's just too many games on at one o'clock. I can't watch all of them. Mm-hmm. The least one that I watched was probably this one. I have a really, home, yeah, I have a home Redskins fan. Oh, because they, they watch the Redskins right, guys. They watch the the, the game. And the other room. Got you. We got to listen to them yell and scream. <laughs> right. Watching all the other games. right, right. Okay, I got you. So I didn't really, I couldn't really watch the game and see, you know, what Kirk did or what James did. I did see a lot of Martin um, running the ball every time I, I looked up at the game. We also lost Vincent Jackson and and Lewis Murphy in the same game, which essentially left us with. Zero receivers. So I mean, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't um, Winston's worst game by any stretch of the imagination. And you know, having no receivers, I've, I, we get. You can't say you're happy with giving up a 24 point lead. Never that. But um, you know, I expected. I don't expect us to win many games. I think this was definitely one that was winnable. But and it's all about Winston really. And Winston didn't look terrible. So that's all you can say. I mean, no interceptions. Was only sacked once. How do you feel about Winston so far um, through the season? That's right. Where I, I was very non-committal at the beginning of the year. I had very low expectations, and I think he's met my very low expectations. I think there's been so. I remember, I told you there was going to be some high points and some low points, and I expected there to be more low points than high points. And right now, I would think that I've been accurate. I think for every one good game, we're going to get two bad games. I think at the end of the season is going to be over, and I don't. I, I don't think. The biggest misconception on stats is season totals, and they get so screwed. I think it needs to be broken up into good games, bad games, instead of just like if you had seven touchdowns in one game and then none for another three weeks. You're like, over the last three weeks, you've thrown seven touchdowns. That sounds pretty good, right? Until you realize, like, threw them all in one game. You know what I mean? And he had one good game and bad games. So I think that's how stats do lie. Like you said, you don't think two touchdowns is a bad game, and it's not. Yeah, except for unless I said you guys averaging two touchdowns over the last four games and you realize it's like you had all that in one game. So, you know, they, so I do think that I think at the end of the year when we line up, break down Jameis Winston in the 16 games, I think that you, what I would be expecting is three good games, four god awful games and the rest somewhere in the, and the rest pretty average games. And I think that's pretty much what we're on pace for. I think there will be games where you say, wow. You know, that's why he's the number one pick. And then there'll be games where you say, that was one of the worst football games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Well, I actually thought he was going to have a, a really good year. I mean, it's just something about him. He has a lot of charisma and leadership uh, about him. Um, and then he got two big targets. That's what I was going to say. I'm three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Three. So I really no like his weapons. these guys. So that's why I thought he would, he would, he would have a good year. But them guys haven't been healthy either. Now, those are some studs, man. Like Mike Evans is a is, is a real deal. Vincent Jackson's been a real deal in this league for a while. I mean, the tight end has been banged up, and Doug Martin is doing really well. The offensive line is horrible. That's where it starts. If you can't even block them, then nothing's going to work. 
Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think the future is, is there. Like, I, I, I'm fine with him to, to answer your question. Like, I'm fine with him. I, I'm, I'm fine with him. I don't, he's not the problem. I, I, I hope for better days ahead. And I think there are, there will be better days ahead. A lot of times with the quarterbacks, though, it's, it's about maturing and, you know, getting that next level and that next level and then that next level. And a lot of guys, you know, you see a good first stage and then the second and third stage don't treat them as well. You know, and that's where you kind of separate the difference between being Philip Rivers or Matt Ryan and then being Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Drew, you know, there's just different levels to it. So, you know, it's a process of going through them. And to be honest with you, I don't expect him to be that. If he was Philip Rivers, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. If he was, you know, I'd be perfectly fine with that. If, if he was Matt Ryan, I'd be fine. Sandy Dalton, I'd be fine. Like, I'm not so sure that he'll be Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he'll be that. So, I mean, he's pretty much at where I would expect him to be. What do you, what, what say you, Slim? What do you think of, uh, him so far? Um, I haven't, I haven't really I watched enough. You know, Analyzed him enough right. to, to, to see what, what he's been doing. You guys are a horrible team and there's too many good games on while you guys play. That's no so, argument for uh, me, bro. Yeah, it's just hard to... It's, it's hard, hard for me to watch him. Trust me, you know, how, how I want to. Um, so, I mean, I can't really, I can't really say this yet. That's fair. That, 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 that is certainly fair and I can surely understand that. Um, do you, do you see 8-8-1? Eight eight, eight the Redskins? Yeah. Uh, I mean, seven to nine maybe. I wouldn't be shocked if we went um eight and eight. Would you be shocked if? I mean, we lost some games I didn't expect to lose. Like I didn't expect to lose that Miami game. Um, I felt like we could have won the Atlanta game. But you didn't expect to win that Atlanta. Game. No, I didn't expect to. Exactly. No. Did you expect to win the St. Louis game? No. No. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But so, but I mean, like exactly. at the end of the season, like I, I'm, I'm thinking we would have anywhere between seven and nine wins. That's what I was expecting. I hope you'll take four. No, I won't take four. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take it or like it, my friend? You are going to take it or like it. Falcons, Titans. This was a bad game, This was man. a bad game. And this, kinda... this is why every time you want to say the Falcons are there, they do something to show you that they're not. Yeah. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, was there a 4-0, 5-0, and then they play a game against the Redskins that kind of has you scratching your head like, uh, yeah, okay, what was that? And then they lose to the team like the Saints, and you're like, okay. And then you barely beat the Titans with their backup quarterback, and you're like, yeah, your record says 6-1, but your last three games, like, you lost one, and you played two of the worst teams in football, and won by a combined six points. Like They could have they could have lost. They could have lost, lost to the Redskins, and they could have lost to the Titans. They could have lost to the Giants. He was up 10 points in the fourth yeah. with the ball at the 10-yard line. They could have lost. Few those games, I, I feel like they've been getting really, really lucky. Also, I mean, they're they were high power offensively, especially the kid Freeman coming out of nowhere. But I don't know. They this is scary. I mean, three points over the Titans. I mean, at some point in time, you feel like the Titans do gotta, you know, they got a man up in their locker room, be like, man, we need this one. We need to put it out there today. And I guess they tried and still lost, but for Atlanta to be. I'm pretty sure they're trying to, you know, look to go somewhere. Yeah, and they got no shortage of weapons. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at what? Squeezing out. You're looking at the best receiver in football, and for this year, it's the best running back in football. And and you're looking at Matt Ryan, you're just like, uh, 10 points against the Titans? Mm -hmm. When we've seen how many teams this year carve the Titans up like like it was nothing? 
You know, I, I don't, it's, it's so hard. And, and I feel like that's the thing every year with the Falcons. So that's why, you know, when it, it to me, it's the same old Falcons. It is just, it's the inconsistency. And I really feel like Matt Ryan has got to pass his entire career for, he has a nickname that I don't know where it came from. You know, yes. like, yeah, like I, I don't understand that. He's never done anything to earn that nickname. You know, so I don't, I don't know. The Falcons are just hard. That's what I take away from this. You know, if, if I'm the Titans, obviously there's no such thing as moral victories. If I'm the Titans, I'm saying, you know, we, we play with our backup quarterback and we stayed in it the whole game. And if I'm the Falcons, I'm not getting back on the plane with a big smile on my face saying, wow, you know, we showed the world. He has some good seasons, uh, early to mid, middle of his career. Who? Uh, Matt Ryan. Dude, the dude's been loaded. He's had Rodney White, Julio Jones, like, he's, they, they stay with weapons over there. And that dome, that offense, I mean, Michael Turner, like, they had weapons. You know I like, what I mean? I like Matt, though. The thing I like about Matt is he's not, he's not dipping and dumping you for five yards. He's, yeah, he's definitely, yeah. To like, Julio Jones and Rodney White? Yeah, I mean, that's who's out there. Like, yeah, well, why down. wouldn't he throw the ball down the field? Julio was hurt m- most of last year. He's still throwing the ball. Like, he, he, he ain't playing around. He not he's not hurting for weapons, bro. They they keep him stocked out there in Atlanta. Last year it was Devin Hester, Julio, and who and Rodney White. Like he stays with with some weapons to throw the ball too. And I feel like once you I feel like most of the time the quarterback makes the receivers. Once you get to the NFL as a receiver, you can run. Yes, yeah, very true. Yeah. It's up to your quarterback to to get you the ball when he's supposed to get you the ball. I mean, look at Randy Moss when he went to uh, Oakland. Look what happened, you know. Yeah, Tom. Br- oh, when he went to Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. And fell off the face of the earth. Right, but I know who he's going after, and you're not throwing the ball down the field to Damian Amendola and Julian Edelman. That's just not no, happening. See, that's them guys aren't asked to do nothing but run pick routes. Right, but you're not throwing the ball down because they can't do anything else. You can't line Danny Amendola in his four four six and be like go deep. Right, but see, the the the, the Patriots are different. They don't want them guys. That's, that's the great they, athletes. They don't, they got Randy Moss, other than that, and Ocho Cinco, and who was, um, but the thing is, other, like, other guys try to go there, they get cut, cause they're not asked to, you know, beat down one receiver and go down the field. You ain't cutting across the field at the right amount of time and picking plays and doing all, that's what they need. That's what, that's what they do. That's what they work with. I mean, if you, if you look at your receiver court and the tallest guy is five foot ten, you're not, and he runs a four six, you're not gonna be like, Let's let's draw up all these plays that go deep down the field. But you don't think that's maybe that's what no, Bill that's Belichick what want. wants. That's what they want. That's his like that's master point. plan, basically. They don't they don't they can get any guy they they want them guys. And that's not true. He drafted he, that, that's not who he drafts. Draft Aaron Dobson in the second round. He's a six foot three guy who ran a four two. That's when you if, if that's what and he drafted him with a second with a second pick. I mean if you if you can if you can get those guys. I don't think he's targeted them guys much because even in free agency, when them guys try to go there, Brandon Floyd went here, got him. Brandon, Brandon Lloyd, Lloyd, sorry, Lloyd. Brandon Lloyd. Yeah. Don't make it sound like he has like he just was just like nah, I don't want these guys. He brought them in. He's also brought in Amendola and Will. Because everybody has this slot Edelman. receivers. Everybody has a slot receiver. What team doesn't have slot receivers? Them guys, them guys probably wouldn't make them on other teams. Oh, now, no, absolutely now they, they wouldn't. Now they can because. Absolutely, absolutely. You're 100 percent right about that. You're 100 percent right about that. Um, Saints, Colts. Colts, Colts look bad, man. I mean, they 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 try to surge back at the end and all that. I mean, and that's what luck does, really. But he threw this out pass, dude. That the running back was coming out of the backfield into the flats, 
He threw the ball like four yards out of bounds. <laughs> you said, I mean, it was like bad. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, not even close. Whereas though, the, it's one of the ones that the running back went back and looked, and he wanted he wasn't sure if that was for him. Like he was like, that, that for me? Like who are you throwing the ball to? Some something's not right, bro. Like I, it's hard to believe that he's that bad. I, I it's something that's I mean, making bad passes is one thing. These balls are sailing. They're way off the mark. The Colts look bad just all the way around. Yeah. Something's not right over there. And I don't know. I mean, I guess my guess is Andrew Luck's not the type of guy you're going to be hearing excuses out of. So he's not going to tell you, man, you know, my shoulder's messed up. But if at what point is it on the coach to just be like, yo, dude, you're not right. Like, sit down. He's one of the most hit quarterbacks in the last yeah, three, no. four years. Yeah. And at some point that takes its toll on you. Yeah. Yeah. All in garbage time. Um, most of the time, and, they, and the thing is, they actually had a chance at the end to, um, to win the game. Something's not right, bro. I, I I don't know what it is. He doesn't look healthy. Those passes are bad, and the whole team just looks out of sync offensively. They, they just don't look good. You know, if he's out of sync, then yeah. Yeah, well, the quarterback's out of sync. Obviously, you can't get on the uh, – yeah, it starts there. Absolutely, you're 100% right. Yeah, like you said, I mean, you ain't say, but um, Hasselback comes in and gets them two wins. That's too bad too. Yeah, absolutely. But and what they ask Hasselbeck to do is not much at all. And, and then it's like you don't have. You might not got to do as much as he tried to do. Well, I, I mean, you got Frank Gore, a good running back. You got some good good receivers out there. Okay, I, something something's not right. I think uh, the question is uh, Pagano. I don't. I, I don't. I, when I say something, I'm not even sure Pagano is reaching these guys. Like it just doesn't look. That things like that, that play that they ran on Monday night, that you know, it's like things like that. It's just kind of like that's a peek into your locker room. Like, what are you guys doing over there? At home against the Saints is is a a game that you probably think you should win, right? If you're supposed to, if you have any, if you're talking about this is a team that's supposed to be, you know, contending for a Super Bowl, absolutely, definitely not down twenty to the Saints to the half. That's not where you're supposed to be, right? You you know, so something's not right with the Colts, and I don't know. What on the flip side, though, this is the exact same spot the Patriots were in last year, where everybody was saying after that Kansas City loss where they got blown out, something's not right with the Patriots. You had reporters questioning if the Brady have- should uh, be benched or if this was like the end of his career, you know what I mean? Patriots, Spurs, uh, so it's winning pedigree. It's already, right. it's already there. That's the difference between a team that's, you know, Tom Brady's already proven no, I'm just this a saying, thousand I, times over. I can shake this off and be fine. There's nobody on that coach roster who can say, ah, I've been here and we won the Super Bowl that same year. Like, there's, there's something for pedigree. The Colts, yes, the Colts were, the, I mean, excuse me, the Patriots, everybody, even at that point when the Patriots were like, man, the Patriots look bad, and they did. Nobody, if you had said, I bet you they still turn it around, no one would be like, nah, don't see it, not possible. Like, as long as those two guys are alive and on the same field, like, it'll take a full year, just same way we're talking about Peyton Manning right now. Like, he looks terrible. If I said to you, I bet he gets him to the Super Bowl, you know, da 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 Could be. Wouldn't shock me. Tom wasn't throwing the ball around like Lux. Lux throwing it anywhere. And, and Lux been hurt. And like, when they brought in a quarterback that won two games. I mean, at some point, do you ever look at that and be like, man, maybe Hasselbeck might give us the best chance to win this game? The answer to that question is no. They will never look at that and say that. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but to ask you a question, will that ever be addressed? Like, do you think the Ghana says, I mean, guys, this week we're going with Hasselbeck? <laughs> Unless you have an MRI, 
Yeah. That you know what I mean? That yeah. says like, yo, here's if you walked into the room and said, here guys, this is what Andrew Luck's shoulder looks like, or his elbow, <laughs> or whatever the case may be, and we're not putting him out there X, Y, and Z. But if you say, if Andrew Luck says, no, I'm healthy and good enough to go, and he has to go. Got to. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I, I I do think that Pagano, if he can prove something and say, listen, man, dude, you're not healthy and you're hurting us. I do think that, you know, the fans can say, yeah, okay, let's, you know, let's go with Hasselbeck. And, and not only that, if in a bigger picture sort of thing, as long as you'll be playing in that terrible division, if Luck does need two weeks to rest, it's and it's not a quarterback controversy because Hasselbeck's 40, okay? So, nobody, it's not like, Oh man, if he plays good, what are you gonna do next year? What do you mean, what are you gonna do next year? Hasselback's career is done, and Andrew Luck is clearly the future of your team. Why not? If there's something wrong with Luck, dude, get right. They have the freedom. This is the sort of the freedom that we talked about in basketball with LeBron. He had the freedom to take two weeks off because you played in the Eastern Conference. So you know, if they could take two weeks off and get right and say, hey man, we're going to the playoffs regardless of which one of you starts the damn thing. We're still gonna win the uh, conference. Why not go into the playoffs with 100% Andrew Luck? Yeah. Then it's beat up Andrew Luck that you keep throwing out there every week. And only that, every week that he goes out to piggyback off of what you said, he's getting hit more. So it's not helping whatever the hell it is that's hurt because he's out there getting hit. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. making some poor decisions too. I don't, poor decisions with poor throws to go with them. Like they look bad. Um, Vikings Lions. My boy, my, 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 the guy I told you on the low. She said it was a real homer pick. That boy's a real deal, man. They, they got weapons. If, if you, if um, you know, Mike Wallace stretching the field, Stephen Diggs underneath AP, like that's that's a lot of weapons, man. Minnesota, yeah, I, I think, I, can I, make some noise. I picked Minnesota to do pretty well. I think you might have been the only person that didn't. <laughs> that's probably so. <laughs> I I don't doubt that. Uh, yeah, Bridgewater three sixteen, two touchdowns. I mean, I, I like I like this Minnesota team. I, I, I like him. No, Mark had, Mark had him at Mark had him at nine nine. Both you had him at nine wins. Okay. TJ had him at eleven. Okay. okay. What are you about? <laughs> um, I I'm actually surprised I had him at nine. I don't. I didn't very have much. I don't know where I got that nine from. <laughs> um, I liked it. I I I really do, and I think um, I like him. Let us let, just leave it at that. I expected more from Charles Johnson. I wasn't expecting him to be a complete non-factor yeah. and get his job taken. When, when I was visioning it, I think Stephen Diggs is a great Wes Welker uh, slot. That guy that, you know what I mean, Wes, uh, uh, you hit the nail on the head that I think Belichick utilized, took the slot receiver to a whole nother level and says, guys, you can run your whole damn team off of a slot receiver, you know what I mean? Nah, I mean, if you've got somebody on the outside, yeah, you got you got right. the sideline. Yeah, got some money in the slot, man. You don't know which way they're going. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and then, if you can get a guy with, say, a Stephon Diggs athleticism on a linebacker, you know, that's what Billy Check is a great at doing is getting matchups. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So while you're saying we're going to run Julio Jones, the best receiver in football, that's your best athlete going against their best athlete. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, I mean, Julio Jones is, is a great athlete. The guy guarding him is a great athlete. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So what he says, what I'm gonna do is put. A guy who runs a 4-3, quick as all hell, on your linebacker. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's giving up 50 pounds to this dude and doesn't stand a shot in hell. Or, you know, or make your linebacker guard this running back out the backfield. You know what I mean? So, wh- whereas, I like those odds. We go keep running these wheel routes. If y'all might call passing the friends once or twice, but that one time y'all won't call us a touchdown. Yep, we'll keep doing it. Yep, Same ab- thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think, you know, 
doing that eight, with what they got over there. I, I like this Minnesota team. I, I don't know how much I like Bridgewater and how far I think he could take them, but I think this is a sneaky little good team for the Vikings right here. I, I mean, I'm not saying contender or anything, but I like no, him. I like him. I like Bridgewater, too. I didn't take Stephon Diggs at all into account for my nine wins that I chose for them. I thought Wallace would be more. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnson also, but I just thought Bridgewater was, you know, he got it. He ain't got to look over his shoulder no more. He looked real confident in the preseason. AP is coming back. Um, Wallace, I thought, I just thought they would be pretty good. Yeah, I, I didn't when I I didn't take Stefan and I I thought he had that ability, but I didn't think that he would get it. Yeah, especially I mean, he had the ability, I didn't think he would get it. Right, especially when like he wasn't even active for the first two games. Um, Steelers Chiefs. We ain't got nothing to say about Detroit. Uh, Detroit, no, Detroit's <laughs> bad, man. Detroit's <laughs> bad. They really are. They're really bad. Detroit's bad. I don't I don't know what else is to say about that. Detroit Detroit is bad. Um, Steelers Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs in this one, and I told you that you didn't. Did you, Slim? He did. I I picked the Chiefs. Okay, yeah. I remember because I remember what you were saying is why this one team is four and two and just one over the back of the other team is one and five. And I was told you I didn't think that. He said they said that. Yeah, that's why I said yeah. He was trying to talk us out of it. We're like, why are you guys even? Because remember we were like that was a tricky one, and he's like, what's so tricky about it? The Steelers are good. The Chiefs aren't. And the thing is, at the end of the day, I feel like the Chiefs were better than a one and four team, especially at home, and. I don't think that – I think that – how many times have we seen a guy who nobody thought was supposed to play that day come in and look right. lights out, and then when everybody knew he was going to play, the dude looked like, oh, that's why you're the third-string quarterback. Yeah, I was here. close to switching my, my, my pick to the Steelers because then I, cause I thought about also Jamal Charles. Charles right. I'm like, oh. Landry Jones is also the quarterback, too, so I'm like, I, I got to go with the, the Chiefs in this one. Then you take into account this is West Kid. I have 110 yards. Um, I thought it was going to be, um, what's the other running back? Yeah, um, Niles Davis. Niles Davis. I thought he would be, you know, the guy they go to. Um, but this, man. Niles Davis got I one carry. See much of this game. I didn't see much of this game either. Um, Artavis Bryant is killing Antonio Brown owners, man. Yeah. Brown still got 100, 100 plus. That's his first game, I think, since, the, uh, since him and Vic was not cool. Right. You, you know, the the weird thing is, I mean, I I get that um, and this was the first game that Dan's look. I get Le'Veon Bell is arguably the best running back in football, maybe the best one of the best players in football. The way D'Angelo Williams played in those first two games, you can't tell me that he can't get nothing like crumbs, nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. I I think in the last five games, the dude had got like three carries. Just the the, 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 the Cam Newton effect, man. Patting all guys' stats. They, and Bell, we, we're, we're paying him, or he's our guy. We're going to feed him, and, and feed him they do. I mean, the dude and, and D'Angelo played really well in those first two games. Absolutely. I mean, he was, I think, leading the NFL in rushing after two games, and then ever since then, I mean, one carry, two carries. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I mean, there's no carries for me at all, coach. You like know what nothing. I used to do to Daniel Thompson. Down in the red zone, he might get four carries in a row. They're not even going to throw it. They're not putting the miners in the game. He's going to score. He's trying to get Marshall Falk's record. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Um, Steelers, Steelers are still in, in pretty good condition when they can get back um, Michael Vick. Chiefs? You mean Big Ben? Big Ben, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't worried about Michael Vick. Yeah. <laughs> I was just oh, reading something. That? You mean that? No, definitely. <laughs> is Ben supposed to – because they have the um, – are they in the bye week this week? No. 
They're one more uh, week away. Because Ben, Ben is supposed to, they're, they're, they're hoping to get Ben back this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that, that'll be, that'll be, they'll be in, they'll be in good shape. Once they get Ben back. Once Ben get back, yeah. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. Moving on to the um next one. Browns, Rams. I'm just ready to see Johnny football play, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I just, just want to see him play and get this chapter either over with or I'll get this book started. Yeah, he got him for a little bit. Yeah, he did. He did. They, McCown got his head rocked again. Got his <laughs> helmet knocked off. I'll tell you one thing. That boy Todd Gurley is a bad dude, man. Yes, sir. That's a real deal man right there, boy. He's, he's, and, and again, he, but he runs so high. It, it's almost now we've, we've become trained to just almost like, every time you're like, man, this guy's going to be great. He's going to be around forever. Like, mm, probably not. You know what I mean? Like, it, the running back, you're just like, yeah, it probably won't, probably be good for two years and then something will happen and that'll be the end of it. Like, it's it, yeah, it's, it's almost like we just don't even get to enjoy these dudes because, I'm willing, he's a once in a lifetime type of dude, and probably it just won't happen. You know, it's just like, that's just how it is. And, and now this, you get this running back, you, you say, wow, this guy is amazing. Plays two years, tear something, gets one year as a comeback, tear something, and then he's done. You know, then he's, a, you, then you're out of the league by 25. Yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not jinx the kid. No, absolutely not. You got, you got your running backs, Frank Gore type of guys who've been around for years and, and they are still up there running. Chris Johnson still looks, looks, he's been having a good year. Got walked yesterday. Never yeah, saw that before. Yeah, yeah. That's not the Chris Johnson we know, but. I mean, I, I, I would feel like as a young 20 something year old cornerback, I can chase down the 30 year old running back. You should be faster. That dude is one of the like fastest dudes ever played yes, football. He bro. Does. 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, apparently, obviously so. I mean, obviously so. I mean, all I'm saying, I mean, and this was after he was already like drag tackled down the ground, yeah. and the guy had an angle. Absolutely, I, I, you're 100 percent right. But the point is, I tell you one thing, he wouldn't have caught the old year, though five years ago, Chris Johnson. That no. you know, that guy when he was gone, he was gone. And uh, you know, now nah, there's there there are, and I think those guys are going to be the the last of a of a dying breed. I would love nothing more than to be wrong. Like I would, and it's just I feel like so many times these running backs are the most talented people and most athletic, and it's like their careers are just done. Like let's put it this way: we both had kids. Like I wouldn't want my son to be a running back. I don't know if my son to play football. I don't. I, thank you. I don't. But if he does, you can be a corner. Yeah. This dude's out here right. 35 years old and switch to safety. You know what I'm saying? Charles Woodson, like, 40 Woodson years old. Here, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd much rather, and, and not only that, I mean, how many times you see D'Angelo right now is on like his third knee operation. He's have a job, and he'll have a job next year, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm back, still shocked every done. year when uh, D'Angelo Hall comes back. And he Me comes too. back, and he's like, your best quarterback. Yeah, I'm like always shocked. I don't know about that, but he's not hurting for a job. It's not like if he yeah, loses. No, fine. If he's healthy, he's... The, the, right. The point is, is that as a running back, you take, like, the amount of leg injuries D'Angelo's had, yeah. if, there's no 30-year-old running back with those amount of leg injuries. I don't remember the last time I seen D'Angelo play. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't played in, like, two seasons, literally. <laughs> and, and the thing is, he'll have a job next year. So, yep. like I said, my kid would I'd much rather be a cornerback. <laughs> much rather be a cornerback. That running back thing is rough, bro. It's, it's really, really rough. Because, I mean, you look at Arian Foster, like, he essentially, if we started this season, would have been ranked in the top 10 running backs. He just has this, and like, he'll be lucky to have a job next. He'll get an invite to camp. Yeah. He'll be somebody's backup running back, top maybe. Three. He'll be top three. 
Exactly. Yeah. But there's no other position where that happens, you yeah. know, where it's just like you go from top five in your position to you'd be lucky to have a job the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, Texans, Dolphins, yeah. Dolphins, I mean, they look like a completely different team. Completely different team. They must have really, like A1 said, they must have really hated that dude. And I, and I said that in the last show. It looked, the disconnect between Philbin and the team looked huge. And it looks like a completely different team. And I wonder what he sits at home and what do you say? <laughs> He's just like, huh. I never thought about letting Sue rush the quarterback. Apparently that's a good idea. Wondering. What games did I watch? Because as we go down these games, I'm like, <laughs> I know I sit there, I sit in front of the TV all day and watch all these games, but I, <laughs> I don't know which one that I really focus on the most because once I seen the score of this one, it got out of hand early. I'm like, man, I didn't really, I didn't really see what Miami did good and that's one of my Texas first, did bad. That's gonna go down as one of my all-time favorite. And the thing is, you guys have to see the look because he's looking at the screen like it's like the tenth game in a row that I said I didn't see. Right. Like, I swear I watch football. That's all see, I do all these days. Day. I got TVs after TVs. I watch it every game, man. And that's. Exactly. I'm focusing on maybe that's, that's what fantasy football does. Yes, yeah, definitely. When fantasy you have football guys effect. on your fantasy team, you're watching them games. Mm-hmm. And my Giants didn't play until four. Man, I said I don't watch this game. <laughs> I don't watch any football. <laughs> Turns out I was just looking at the computer screen, looking at my player stats. Right. That's all right. I was that's, looking that's at. What it is just ever, watching the ticker. That's so all I was doing was watching the ticker. We already talked about this, but the Texans are bad. Here's the reason that I think O'Brien. If I'm the Texans owner, and I'm watching this booth. I say, what do those guys do? <laughs> I fired their coach, and they all of a sudden, like, you know, you, you meet the coach, the owners meet at half field, and it's like, my team looked like yours two weeks ago. What'd you do? Fire the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Worked one. It's a type of joint, like, two ball people meeting, and the other guy's got a full head of hair. Who like, did you hire? You know, it's like. Tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look into that. Dude, that's the best move I ever made, man. Thanks, bro. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like. How could you not? If, if I'm the Texans owner, I literally look at the Dolphins and be like, hey, you guys used to suck. What happened? <laughs> Fired the coach. That's all they did. Just brought in the went, – went to look at the locker room, looked at the biggest coach we had. And be like, what does that guy do? <laughs> <laughs> Strong guy. What does he do? Coach the tight ends. Just give him a shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looks like the type of guy. We already had a little – because Philbin looked all a little wimpy and stuff like that. It's probably like we already did the wimpy thing. Let's see if we get a bodybuilder to be the head coach around here. See what, see what uh, see how that works. And it's like, hey, works wonders. I had any suggestions, man. If you, I don't know what your coaching staff looks like, but if, whichever one of them lift weights, give them a shot at him. All right, I'll give it a shot, man. Nothing to lose, especially once Arian Foster goes out. And and also that at the point he went out, if I'm also just like, it was like the second or third last play of the game, and the game you're down by 20. J.J. Watt also got hurt in this game after being down 20. It doesn't look good. If I was the Texans owner, I, what do you have to lose? I mean, I don't know. The thing is, I, I'm not fire him and then what? What does the other coach say? Yeah. Even if he's like, you know, Mallet was my guy. So I fired him. <laughs> you know, the other coach is like, I always thought we should have given Mallet a shot. Like, oh, he's gone now. So <laughs> now what? It, it, it just looks now to be a complete no Mallet, no Arian Foster. So now there is no quarterback controversy. So now there's just what you really need. Brian Horry isn't even looking over his shoulder. So now he's got the job. Lock and barrel. More of that. Texans. If I'm a Texans fan, I have no idea what you have to look forward to. And, uh, I'd imagine Andre Johnson is sending Bernard uh, Hopkins all kinds of emails like, trust me, bro, been there, done that. <laughs> the whole being uber-talented receiver on said team for no, just for the hell of it. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, DeAndre. Bernard Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> what? Because probably because Andre, Andre Johnson looks like Bernard Hopkins out there these days. It's probably what uh, um, 
that's that's probably what I was uh, thinking. But it looks like Hopkins is definitely setting, heading down that same road. I'm just you, good luck being one of the best receivers in football, just out there for the hell of it mm-hmm. on a bad team for no reason. Probably like I see a lot see a lot of Matt Schaub in that young fella you got over there. Um, Jets Patriots, Jets. Jets again. No oh, wait, thing. wait. You don't want to talk about um Tannehill? I guess the Texans. What about him? I mean, just in general, the last two games. I mean, what do you feel about him right now? First of all, I just seen his number. I didn't know that it was that. I knew he had a great game. I didn't even know you could be eighteen for nineteen and 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 non Alex Smith numbers. I mean, <laughs> Alex Smith is eighteen for nineteen weekly, but he doesn't throw the ball anywhere. I didn't realize he was eighteen for nineteen. But, um, but but hold on, hold on. Them them numbers are a little deceiving because them were passes that were like he throws a, a eight yard pass to Lamar Miller and take it eighty yards. He runs all the way across the field, breaking yeah. tackles. Them all the touchdowns. Yeah, no, no. That's what numbers. His numbers are eye popping. Yeah. Text, it, to me, that's see, you look at that, you say ten. I just look at the Texans. It's like you tackled nobody. Like whether it was Lamar Miller running all over the field, Lonnie running all over yeah. the field, screen pass, like, Lamar Miller is yeah. gone. Like don't don't let Ryan Tannehill. Those Texans look bad. I mean, they just really look bad. So and it was a monsoon in the middle of that game. On top of it, the Texans. I I don't see it. Like again, I, I think these are two perfect teams. Where literally we were just joking about that scenario, but I think it's all joking aside, a real scenario. Like yo, fire coach. What do you have to lose? You know what I'm saying? Like, just, I mean, whatever he's saying obviously isn't working. Not necessarily saying it's his fault, but it ain't working. Um, Jets, Patriots. Jets, well, when, when have you, I've never, I've, I don't know what the numbers were, cause I have a, a friend who's a, um, Ravens fan. He's always telling me about how, you know, the problem with this is the guys aren't catching the ball. Tom Brady won a game where his receivers drop every single ball thrown their way. Right. Like, they just dropping, and people who don't drop passes. We're dropping passes. Well, some of them passes, because it's just funny how like you know the the commentators are in the media. Like some of them passes where they they might touch your, both your hands. It's like the fingertips. Some of them passes by the week. Now he got some drops, but it wasn't as much as they made the same match. Some of them like man, that'd have been that'd have been hard. He throwing it hard, yeah, he and throwing it just hard. hit your fingertips. They couldn't they couldn't really get that ball. There's a lot of them they could. Two of them did. Including touchdowns. So, um. Same thing go with Brandon Moss, who drops a touchdown that, that could have put his team up and had a chance to win the game. Brandon Marshall drops a good amount of, the top end guys. Anyway, the point, uh, we were talking about it before the show, and it's just crazy how Bilicek literally just changes his game plan every single week, and you have no idea what the hell he's going to do. Right. And this is the reason the conversation will start. From a fantasy standpoint, you think, so you get the news, I'm a LeGarrette Blunt owner in several leagues, and you see, what? Deion Lewis ain't going to play. There's only two running backs on the whole roster. <laughs> Insert LeGarrette. You know, got to get him in. Bench the best player on the team. We're going with LeGarrette. You know, he's going to get all the goal line. And, fill you, and then two carries. <laughs> two carries. Belichick just says, we don't have a running back. We don't have a running back. You got to stop the run, then we just won't run. How about that? Zero runs. Brady will throw the ball 54 times. That's the willingness to just... To just say, man, listen, we will do, that guy is a definition of, I am going to do whatever it takes to win. Period. Whatever it takes to win. How do you game plan for that? Because how do you see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you're the, if you're the opposing coach and you watch, you pull out the tape all year long and you say, man, they've been, you know, what they've been doing is they've been pounding Blunt early, uh, you know, bringing Deion Lewis out the backfield and then killing us with Blunt. 
blunt, blunt, blunt downhill running, then 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 bring the guys out the backfield in the short intermediate passes. And that's what you're pairing your guys for all week long. You know, they're gonna set up this, play action, da da da, and then you come out and be like, because they're not even play act. Like, look back, they don't even have a running back in the backfield. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, to be honest with you, I, I don't know what what's gonna happen. You're looking at the nose tackle, and be like, so like, my do I need to keep going out there? Why am I here? I'm here to stop the run, and they're not running the ball. And the thing is, the Jets' strongest point on their team, their team is built around stopping the run. Yeah. And so when you eliminate the team's best option, but I, you know what? I guess that's what it is, is that that's what Billy Chick does. He finds whatever your best thing is, and you, nobody else would say, well, their best thing is they stop the run. Like, we don't run, which sounds crazy until you try it. Yeah. And he's done reverse, though. Like, I've seen him play teams where, you know, they said the off, I think it was the Ravens, and then he just threw the ball three times in the second half. Just run the ball, first, second, third, run it on fourth. Just run it in that ball. Until, like, that's what you, if we can't pass on you, then hell, we'll just run the ball. And hats off to the dude, because he makes it work, man. Yeah. He he makes it work. The Jets, the Jets, I thought, played well, though. I did think the Jets played well. well I, thought, I thought the Jets played well. So, I mean, you, you give up a third and 17. You, you really could have, you know, that's that could have, you know, possibly you could have won the game. You give up a third and 17 that last drive. Um, but I thought the Jets played well. I don't know how that last touchdown you, you let – you let Gronk fake it like he gonna block and just creep out of there. It's like you're both of you don't gotta go. It's great. How many times have we watched these things and you think of the only person on the team that you would possibly guard is the only person who's walking and you just wonder how like you you all the time. I don't want all to the time. You watch. I mean, back in the heyday, you're like, really? So Randy Moss up top across the middle, Deshaun Jackson all the time. Like, so nobody thought it'd be a good idea to run with Deshaun Jackson. You just right. thought, let him go. <laughs> the week before, we see Greg Olson. All these bomb receivers, you're like, you know, let Greg Olson run down the middle of the field. See, the, the, the thing between, with like, Randy Moss and Deshaun Jackson, okay, they're just passionate. They'll run passion. But Greg Olson running up the middle of the field, <laughs> right. Gronk coming out the backfield, like, you can be there. Absolutely. Gronk, there's nothing fast about Gronk right. at all. You know, right. like, no, you absolutely can be there. And there's just nobody on that side of the field with him. Right, exactly. I mean, at, at what point does somebody say, I'll stay with Gronk? Like, I mean, not even on that side of the field with him. Yeah. That being said, is there is something like watching Gronk run with a football? You 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 just kind of feel sorry for the defenders. Like good no, luck with that dude, man. man. I mean, he attacks. You see the cornerbacks coming up to him, and and it's just like, ooh, that's kind of good luck. Right? He looks like a he looks like the bouncer at the club. You know what I mean? Like versus other people, like get off of me, you get out of here. Everybody go over there, and he's just throwing people left, right, and center. He's got a little arm brace, and right. it's just like, yo, that dude is not playing. That's that's a him, you need to see him and JJ just go at it, like lock them in the closet. They look like brothers. They do. <laughs> like these two freak natures, dudes, man. Those, those are some serious guys right there. Um, Raiders charges. I, I feel like you can almost say the same thing about the charges. Every time you want to believe in the charges, they do something like this. <laughs> yeah. Nah, and, I agree. And every time, you know, you say last week, man, you know, you lost a tough one to Green Bay in Green Bay. And you've had, you know, Aaron, uh, Philip Rivers throws for a gazillion yards and you say, man, that's a, that's a good game. You know what I mean? Like you don't expect to win in Green Bay against Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, we'll take that loss. You take this loss? <laughs> you take losing <laughs> to the Raiders at home? No, you don't take this one. And at one point down almost 30? Mm-hmm. So that you're not going to take. So it's, it's, it's really, 
It's hard to hard to figure out the Chargers. I mean, the NFL is just weird like that. It I mean, is, but it do sometimes end up being the same teams who <clears throat> be this inconsistent. But when you went out of the locker room, you got because I've been on these losing teams where you be like, man, look, today enough is enough. <laughs> right. Enough is enough. We gotta come out. Right. Everybody's focused. Everybody on the same page. And we gotta put one together. And we might lose ten in a row and then come out and beat the Spurs. <laughs> right. It yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Enough is enough. <laughs> None of my chicks calling me back. Man, that's how it be. Yeah. Like, yo, dude, the seventh man on the on the Nuggets just got me for my girl, man. This is ridiculous. The Raiders have been playing pretty good, but losing losing sucks, man. Yeah, nah. Man, you don't want to keep walking around them losing locker room. Yeah, nah, absolutely. That's I think you hit the nail on the head there. That that is definitely funny. Um, how good do you think the Raiders are? Are the Raiders are the Raiders? Interesting. I mean, I did think. I think they would win. What I picked them six, seven games yeah. this year. Um, I, I thought they would be okay. I didn't know Amari would be this good this soon. I know Amari was really good. I just didn't know if Carr would be able to, you know, give him the ball in the spots that he needed to get. But even their defense, I mean, I think I think the Raiders are are, are pretty good, man. I'm, I'm, I like what I see from them. I also, the, San Diego, man, Philip Rivers, you just never know. Like sometimes, oh. man. Sometimes you never know. Cocky quarterbacks is just they feel like they can throw the ball anywhere and they don't always go their way. Well, this is like the first possession, the first play of the game. Because when I looked up, because I'm waiting for the Giants game, I'm like, hold on, the Raiders already scored. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I look up and Murray is scoring a touchdown. Yeah, I'm just realizing that that game Rivers had the ball first. (laughs) I'm looking at at one of my my draft kings. I'm like, oh, he has minus something? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I saw that too. Minus 2.5. Absolutely. You realize the game start. Yep. Absolutely, man. I think think the Raiders, for the first time in a long time, they aren't a joke. Like, whether they're – they might not – it's still not, like, a good team, but they're not, like – Oh, ha ha ha, the Raiders. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, must win, da 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 da. Right. You know, I, I think they're, they're, cause they've spent the last decade as literally the laughing stock of the right. league and nowhere close to relevant. And I think they've moved back into, you know, they're not the worst team in football. Yeah. You know, so. I'm still not okay with my team losing to them, home or away. No, but, not at all. But before you, yeah. you weren't okay with, like, that, you know, they weren't, they weren't even, they're almost like a division one football team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, yeah. and, and I think they've left that behind and you hope that, um, you can build on that and the charges, the charges, that's, that's just what they do. Um, here you go. Cowboys, Giants. What you got, son? Um, good thing that Ben's weeding, huh? Cause he certainly couldn't have gone out there and did what uh, Castle did. If I'm weeding, I'm like, oh yeah. Ben's better, huh? See what the thing is. I don't, I don't feel Castle played, played that bad. I thought the defense played good. I didn't, but Wheaton didn't play that bad. No, Wheaton didn't play that bad. Wheaton didn't play that. But I don't, but I don't think we like some of the plays like Castle. Like we had him sacked three or four times. He, he was moving around in the pocket pretty well, but moving out and finding guys after scrambling from getting sacked. I feel like if Wheaton was there, we probably would have had three four sacks, and and we didn't. I don't think they played bad. I thought McFadden looked great. They ran the ball great. They didn't give up. Eli didn't do much. Um, we didn't run the ball great. We, 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 we got a pick six, which was, which was huge for us, and we got a kick return. And other than that, you know, Eli didn't throw a touchdown. Nope. Didn't throw an interception, which, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not so sure that you almost, is almost like you're more excited about that than, a, you know what I mean? Like, no interceptions. I'm not more excited about that when this, when I, when, hey, when Peyton had a week off and Eli's my quarterback in fantasy, he's been pretty much lighting it up, I mean, most of the year. 
And then finally, when he, <laughs> I need him, he don't throw a touchdown. So this is like the only week you plan on starting him. No, nah, he's going to start again because Peyton On draft day, this was the only week you pretty much drafted yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And every other week, he's been in the 20s, and this week he has like six. You know, when I lose another fantasy game with my team, <laughs> isn't even that bad. And I'm getting nothing out of our quarterback position. <laughs> And for the, for the, from the flame household. <laughs> you get the same fans. Yeah, yeah, that's with you, bro. <laughs> but I wasn't happy with our, our, our offense like that, man. Um, I, I do like, you know, some of the things you made on defense. I thought it was huge for Harris Place. But um, I, was, I wasn't happy with our offense. You haven't, I, I don't feel like we've seen your offense fine on all cylinders yet at all. Or even close to it, really. I'm, I'm, I'm giving up on, on Victor Cruz, man. One, yeah. one of his biggest fans. For, um, where is he? It's week Honestly. eight. Filming? <laughs> Filming? Ballers season two? Yes, <laughs> halfway through the year. And he was supposed to play week one. Got a big, he's working with the Rock. Got a big, that what an increased role. I mean, this is a year where we, we, we can easily win this division. The Cowboys are hurt. Redskins aren't that good. Philly, we just don't know what Philly is. I thought going into the year, I felt like, and I've said it, I felt like McFadden was a better running back than Randall. I've, I've always felt like McFadden's problem is just can't stay healthy. Right. Like, I never thought that he sucked like everybody else did. Because, I, I mean, he actually had productive years. No, he just yeah. never even come close to staying healthy, like, yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, I said this weekend, I was like, Randall, Randall might not get the job at all. McFadden needs is some consistent toughness. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think so, too. I, I, I agree. I, I thought he was a better – I just – something about Joseph Randall just doesn't move. I mean, because – it's one of those things you see those uh, those holes, dude, are are so gaping. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and whereas though it's almost, it's like the first five yards are yours. What are you gonna do after that? You you know what I mean? And I felt like Joseph Randall just didn't. I, I feel like having a four yard average on an offensive line that on average gives you four yards yeah. of freedom. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It it just should have been more and more times than not. You know, it's easy to say Demarco Murray had those yards. You know, easy. <laughs> But you got to break tackles down the field, and that's that's not on the offensive line. That's on you, whether it be A, make people miss, B, getting separation, or, or you know, three, running over people. It's and not that I don't like Brandon. I just think McFadden is better. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I actually, I, I can't even I, – I think Randall is an average and maybe even below average running back. Like, I think if he was on another team – because he's putting up mediocre numbers yeah, on a – Seven yards of carry last year. Even though he wasn't, he wasn't no, that many carries. Right. Behind a massive offensive line. Yeah. You know what I mean? A massive, a massive offensive line. Um, anything you want to say about the Cowboys line? Um, or is it just hold on until Romo? Just trying to stay afloat until Romo gets here? I feel like, I mean, under the circumstances, they, they, I mean, they're not, it could be, it could be worse for them. I feel like if they was healthy, then, I don't know what, what game they would have lost. I mean, they accept um what you mean. Right. Like they they didn't run away this division if, if they were yeah. if they were healthy. It's uh I hope they do get right because you do want the, the NFC East. What we're getting right now, this is a bad product all the way around. You know what I mean? Just just a bad division with bad teams. Just you know the 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 thought is really I'm sure in, in Dallas Cowboy land is just like. We can almost lose damn near every game Romo was gone and probably be like mm, two games out. <laughs> you know what I mean? With five games to go, and they're like, we'll take that. The thing is, with, with, with us, the New York, is I don't think we're a bad team at all. I think we can easily be five and one right now. 
he, he some he had some bad breaks in, in the fourth quarter. But I mean, I just want us. To, I want us to. We need to get healthy too. I mean, we're not healthy. We got guys on there. We don't got a great pass rush. Um, out even though you know Eli's buying the guys. I mean, some guys stepping up. Harris is stepping up. Um, Randall is stepping up. His Beckham is getting a lot of um, attention. I feel like Eli's not throwing the ball away. He's he's doing he's doing he's doing a good job. But you know, if we had Cruz in there, I think you know things would be a lot more easier for us. Eagles, Panthers. We already talked about that. And then Ravens, Cardinals. Man, the Ravens. It's been real, buddy. <laughs> they, I mean, they put up a fight there to the end last night, and um, you could tell that their season was on the line. And they, they got all those breaks that you. The Cardinals. When I'm, when I'm watching this and I'm seeing, and you just hate watching the sports. Every time a team stops playing, win, and starts playing like not lose, yeah. you can write the script. You know what I mean? Like I knew Cardinals weren't gonna. You know, it was like oh, the block punt. Hmm. They're gonna go out here and keep running the ball instead of passing and try and knock off the clock instead of really trying to attack and do what they were doing. And it's like, oh, what do you know? Giant Ravens get the ball back, drive all the way down the field, and it's like... Well, the thing is, that, I mean, most only team that doesn't really do that is the Patriots mm-hmm. because you don't want to... They don't trust their quarterback as much as guys trust Tom Brady because you don't want pick six. Right. And you keep throwing the ball, you're giving them more and more. You're stopping the clock. Right. You're giving them more chances to come back. Yep. No, I mean that. Obviously, I understand why it is, but it's just like you can almost see it when it starts, especially once the momentum switches. You're like, oh, all right, no, this is going to go. You know, they're going to run the ball three times in a row. They know you're going to run the ball three times in a row. They're going to stop you, and you actually have almost. It's almost like you see the punter warming up. You know what I mean? On first down, like, yeah, I know I'm coming on here any second. They're about to just run this in here, run this play clock all the way down as far as they can. I'm more okay with that than I am. Prevent. That's what. That's that's the second. That's the other part of that. It's like you do that on offense, yeah. and on defense, you're just in prevent, yeah, trying to keep that, people in the middle. Who well, give you all this middle of the field? Yeah. Fifty yards in the middle of the field, but you're not no time. Like, yeah, twenty-five yards. Do it again. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that was that was good. Yeah. Like, yeah, as long as he didn't throw it over top of us, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're not giving up that one play. You gotta be six. <laughs> you gotta be six free ninety yards, but uh, yeah, we're not going over top of us, but uh. Carson Palmer and them boys are back. Uh, good win for the Cardinals because the Ravens came out. It's, it'll look like a one, you just beat a one and six team at home, but that's that's not what the Ravens ever. Are. I mean, those they they fought and that's a good win for the um, Cardinals. And I almost kind of feel like it was a game that the Cardinals you have to you can't lose back to back games, especially one to the Ravens and one to who's, who they lose the week before, and be trying to be considered uh, oh to the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers. With their third string quarterback, that wouldn't have been a good look to lose both of those back to back. But good win for them. Anything you want to say from that one, Slim? No. Cardinals should have should have won that game. Cardinals are a good team. They were at home. So that's good. Where you stand on Flacco? Never been never been a huge Flacco guy. Um, he played great, you know, at the right time. He won a Super Bowl and got some money. He has a very he has a strong arm. But Can't knock that. Yeah, I think that's about all. <laughs> yeah, I think we have pretty much the exact same. Uh, it's almost like you're reading something I wrote for you. Right. Those are all the things I. Not uh, my comments would be not. A, I'm not gonna say he's bad. I'm not gonna say he's bad. Not that big of a Flacco fan. No, I think he did. He had an unbelievable run. I think he does play big and and big games. He does. Yeah. He has similar to Eli, yeah. and he he does have a very strong arm and throws the ball down the field. Yeah. 
Um, that'd be about my scouting report on Flacco. Not, not somebody I'd be picking, but when he has good games, I'm not surprised. When he has bad games, I'm definitely not surprised. Yeah, mm-mm. almost never picking him, regardless who they play. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. My DraftKings. I'm, I am 100% with you, and I'm willing to bet that you, outside of Baltimore, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, it's, it's like, I'll say he's in this tier, right? And you'll be like, yeah, he's in that tier. But I would pick every one of those guys in that tier in front of him. You know what I mean? Right. You'd be like, nah, he's definitely in that Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, so-and-so name tier. And you'd be like, I'll take Phillip Rivers in front of him. I'll take Matt Ryan in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take all those guys in front of him. Like, so is he another tier? Like, no, I mean, he's there. He's not the worst guy in the league, but he's just like, he's just there. He's just, he's just there. You know, that's, that's who he is. He's just there. Um, go ahead. You got, uh, this week's games for, hey, A1, what was the records last week? I still have them. DJ's uh, pulling off. I mean, DJ's pulling off on y'all. Um, <laughs> and you're you're from Riverdale. Too, DJ right? went. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Born and raised. Uh, TJ went eight and six. DJ went eleven and three. You went ten and four. Dang. Hey, how how did it seemed like man you picked all the same games exactly. except the Buccaneers Falcons game and that's what killed me. <laughs> Bucks killed me more ways than one, bro. Bucks Bucks is just killing like, me all the time. Pretty much identical. Bucks and killed me. TJ, man, what you doing, bro? We can almost give you back your um your Forty Niners pick. Did, oh, I didn't tell you that my man texted me after the Forty Niners game going on, right? So, Man, I don't know. I didn't mean to text Forty Niners. I said, Wait, dude, where did that come from? Like, you, did you try that in Vegas? Like, that's not even my money on red. I said black. <laughs> I was just thinking after you dropped the ball. I don't even know what you said. You tell me he's gonna do a vote on that. We can. Because to me, it's hilarious. Because I'm thinking, my like, he texted me. Literally said, he said, man, I don't. I didn't mean to pick the Forty Niners. He's like, you know, I don't. Let me. I'm gonna read you what he said. Because I'm like, uh, I was driving, thinking of the matchup, so I was thinking Niners play Seattle, but typing Niners. So I'm thinking in my head. Every other pick with that one. <laughs> so I said the only thing I can think of. I said oh, it's not how it works. You don't just change your pick. And wait till after. But and wait till after the game. But I said, uh, I mean, that being said, I have no reason to think why you would have picked the 49ers over Seattle. Yeah, see, that's what I said. I was like, like I, there was no reason anybody right. would have picked that. That was my only thinking. It was just like, I mean, I believe that you probably picked Seattle because I don't know what the hell would possess you. To pick the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So we can vote. What do you think? It's three people here. What do you, what do you want to do? You want to give them the uh? <laughs> I, I mean, the, all I can say I'm is gonna, Pandora's gonna, box. All what I can do is say, say Pandora's to, box. What did he say? He I'm meant to. to I don't. Know. He, he said, typed 49ers, yeah. but he meant to type Seattle. Know about that? Man. Don't know about that one. Don't know about that. Said I was driving. So am I supposed so should we void all your picks? Were you only exactly. driving for the 49ers pick? But the rest of the picks, you were, you were, like, you were like, let me pull over on the side of the road and make the rest of them. I don't even see how that even matters, you were driving. Because how do you get 49ers I told him it's autocorrect. 4 and a 9? and like no autocorrect that takes you from yeah. Seahawks to the Niners. I can tell you that. Right. So, no, we can't give it to them. Oh, no, that's a little, I mean, yeah. I'm in a position I can get away a few games. But look. I, like I said, I, I just keep in mind Pandora's box. <laughs> If you open that, there's yeah, precedent. Yeah, there's go. precedent. Cause so next time I say, hey man, that's hey, not what I meant. What? And are, I'll be like, yo, y'all did get TJ that pick. You are 100% right. <laughs> we, cannot, we cannot do that. Okay. Cause once you open that box, it's, 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 you can, you know what I mean? Like if I change the pick, it's going to be before the game. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, that's how it works. That's yeah. generally how gambling works. Or yeah. betting. Yeah. Not a gambling, cause I don't want to say anything with the line. That's generally how, you know, betting works. 
It's very rare that somebody asks you to pick the winner of a game after the game's already, <laughs> at, already happened. I got the Patriots in last year's Super Bowl. What say you? <laughs> I'm going to start picking last, too, because I don't want y'all to start copying picks, too. Right. Yeah, good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> and every time, every time. Go ahead, bro. No, man. What's the final for the year? It's too early for that. No, not the final, but I'm saying what's the total tally for the year? Sorry. Um, TJ 65 and 40. DJ is 70 and 35. Ooh, and you five. are 67 and 38. So three up. Three up on me, five up on T. Yeah. Jeez, you better put it together, bro. Five is hard I'm to still, I'm still questioning these numbers. <laughs> this guy. Only three, only three up. But I feel like I win more than two, three games. Last week, week you won one guys. more. You won one more than me, bro. My man, what is this guy? You just want to do this. No math, man. My man, I feel like I should be up twenty. You won one more game, MG. I'm only up by. Huh? So last week I was up two. This week I'm three. Uh, don't add up. Don't add up. <laughs> my man, my man wants to be up. He just trying to get some distance. Go ahead, bro. Earn it. Earn it. Week game one, Dolphins at the Patriots. Here's the time. You can get some get out, you can get some distance here. Go ahead and pick the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead and no, get some no, distance there. No, I'll pick the Patriots. Okay, I'll take the Patriots. This might be a good game. This, this will be I the one that's going to be Texan. I think it's going to be a good game. What did he, he take his pick out? I think it's going to be a good game. Um, we'll find, this will be a chance to let you know whether these Dolphins are really – this would be a huge win for that dude. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and extend him. Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> that would be a big win for him. They'll hold a parade for that. They'll be like, you can coach us and the Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be tight. <laughs> I went from the tennis, he went from the tight ends coach. <laughs> I coached the Dolphins and the Hurricanes. <laughs> uh, the Lions at Chiefs. Chiefs. They're at, they're, they're at Kansas City? They're at Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. Once upon a time, the Kansas City Chiefs were as good as Lock as anybody at home. Yeah. Seems like a long time ago, but yeah. the Lions stink. I don't think, uh, I don't know. Are they in London, too? This is a 930 game. Yeah, that might be a oh, London. That's a London absolutely. game, yeah. Okay. I was like, like, everything goes out the window when you go across there. Like, right, everything. Right, right. Like, <laughs> everything, dude. Like, I, I feel like it's, you have no idea. I feel like that's a coin flip. <laughs> I feel like certain teams adjust better to the time. Certain people adjust. Them. Like the field conditions are the mm-hmm. time playing at nine in the morning. Yeah, I don't give yeah. a damn how long. So you've been out there for the week. Stop. It's still nine o'clock. You're spending a whole entire university. Over there. No, no, no. It's still nine o'clock here. Your body doesn't just adjust the way everybody. I mean, you've made a career out of going, so I'm sure it's a lot easier for you. But I'm sure it wasn't like that the first time you went out there. I mean, after after a few days, and you, you realize you're waking up and yeah. you get used to it. I'll take the Lions in this one. I'll, I'll, mm. I'll still stay with my Chiefs. That you can change everything when you said London. That's because so much of mine was that they were in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and I feel like London is. Wow, that's not Kansas City. So you know, I'm 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 staying with Kansas City. I don't feel very good about that at all. I'm just going off the fact that the Lions aren't good. The Chiefs aren't either, either, and the best player on that field is is Megatron yeah. because Jamal Charles is gone, and the Chiefs' offense is non-existent. And it's almost like if you have to pick on one person to ball out and have a career day, it's got to be Megatron. But the Chiefs still got good defense, and and Matt Stafford can be good and bad. Yeah, he can. He can. He really can. And I think he's he's gone flip flop. So it's it's about time. He did good. He did bad. And I think he's back to being because he had. had Career game, then a bad game. So he should be back up for a good game. But I'll go with Kansas City. And I don't feel good about it at all, but I'll go with Kansas City. Buccaneers at Falcons. Yeah, I'll go with Falcons. Falcons at 
Cardinals at Browns. Yeah, they, they haven't said anything about them down, have they? Does it matter? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cardinals for me. Yes, Cardinals. <laughs> I, I just feel like... These day-to-day is what they say. But. I, I, I feel like the, the Browns are like laughing stock bad, but they're not. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're going to catch one of these teams one yes. of these days. You yes. know, like, they're not going to lose. Like, every time you see Browns and other teams, you always pick the other team, but they're going to catch one of these other teams. Go ahead. 49ers at Rams. Rams. Wouldn't be some 49ers look bad. They're also up and down. Yeah. But, um, Rams. It's at Rams? That's the Rams. Yeah. The only reason I'm picking them is because the Rams have... The Rams have disappointed. I think a lot of people expect expected a lot from them, and they haven't shown it. Yeah. Um. Man, I'll take Rams. I like Todd Gurley. I feel like going against the Rams a few a few games this week because I got a little not as much distance as I think I got. But go ahead and put that faith in Cap. Um, because the Rams are inconsistent. They lost they to Kirk Cousins too. Yeah. Um, Kaepernick's not. He's consistently bad. Yeah. Yeah. He had two good games. Against two bad teams, and then you went back to being bad. Mm-hmm. I'll take 49. I'll go there. Okay. Yeah. Get one of those wins back. <laughs> Thank Giants you, at the Saints. Hopefully, get another one back here. You gonna go with your team? Um, I, I was thinking about this. I kind of. I don't. You know, I was. I just my my first my reason for even picking them. Remember, gets Atlanta. I was just like, you like Atlanta gonna beat it. These guys. I was like, man, playing at New Orleans yeah. isn't easy. No. And they've been they've been playing pretty well, running the ball well. I kind of buried them though, and I hate the idea of having to go dig them up because I buried the Saints. I dared yeah. put the tombstone on, celebrated, and, and left. Like I right. and I not dug them up, but yeah. now it's like now they playing my team, and you know, and they're there. I'll I'll um I'll take the Saints. I don't feel good about that one either. I'll take yeah. the Saints. I'm a I'm a um I'm gonna take I'm gonna take. New York, and I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait out the week and, and see who's healthy on our team. And so you're just, not, this is time. Right now, I'm gonna take New York. Okay. That's not a bad pick. I feel like if they were my team, I'd pick them. Still, playing in, playing in. That's kind of a toss up anyway. Yeah, playing is. in New Orleans is not, a, not an easy place to play. But we, I feel like we can get them enough. The Vikings at the Bears. Division game. I like the Vikings. I can't. I can't sit here preach that I like the Vikings and then not pick them. I'll take the Vikings because I don't think the Bears are a good team. So I can't say in one breath I like the 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 Vikings and then pick them to lose to a bad team. So mm-hmm. I'll take the Vikings. You know, it's just always a division game. Yep. At home. Yep. It's it's, it's rough. Yep. Um, and, and, and especially when you got quarterbacks, when you got these staffers and cutlers where they're good, but they you never know. At the right. Same time, you never know. Um, There's so many of those dudes in the NFL. That's what makes these things hard to do because you never know yeah. what Stafford, what Cutler, what Nick Foles, what Sam, what you know, what Sam Bradford, what mm-hmm. you never know which one of them you're getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they all have four touchdown and four interception games yeah. in their in their back packet that they could pull out at any time. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Oh, I'll take the Bears. The Bears? Yeah, I'll take the Bears. I don't okay. want to. I don't want to. But I will. This, this could change. So just be. I'll text you. I'm trying to 
Use all of that little lead you got to try to lose it all. All of that one week, my man, about to be five games out of out of first place. Yeah, Kyle, about to be in last place. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, you're trying to outsmart yourself, buddy. Um, Chargers at Ravens. Ravens got to get back right. I mean, all your games have been close. They haven't really been blown out at all. So it's, like, it's something that that nobody takes, not, very few people take into account when they look and they pick these games. I'm just going to run this through you. Fly to Green Bay, back to San Diego, back out to Baltimore. That's two big trips, and that's a lot of moving around. I'll take that in consideration. I I, I like Baltimore coming back home, getting some good home cooking versus the Chargers, losing to Oakland. And then after a tough loss, flying across the other side of the country. They lose the opener, then come to another loss to another bad team. <laughs> right. That's. I mean, the thing is, is that there's a lot of ways to look at it. You know what I mean? It, it all depends on which, because that's that's absolutely a very legit way to look at it. Right. And to think, which is very accurate. Um, DJ, um, let me just ask you real quick, as a professional athlete, how much does travel affect you flying across the country? Um, is is basketball is different because yep. you got to play the next day. Like you you get in at three in the morning and wake up and have shoot around and have to go play that night. So it's it's tough, but you I mean your body gets used to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, for football for football. I don't I don't feel like it it is as much on them because they only playing one game. Like mm-hmm. I think the young guys will be okay. Oh, okay, I always just wondered that. Right. You gotta, but you're not. You're thinking. You're asking him. He's thinking about his personal experience. DJ will fly more times in one week in the NBA than an NFL team will travel almost a season. Mm-hmm. So right. DJ saying that it don't mean nothing to him because dudes probably caught over a thousand flights. Mm-hmm. Right? You gotta understand. A lot of them dudes don't fly that much at all. Mm-hmm. Football players literally, you know, you got you only have eight road games. Young, excuse me, eight away games. Right. And three of them are probably could damn near be in your home state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're if you're the Redskins, you go to Philadelphia, New York, New York. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and most of the things in California, you, you got three teams that just playing right there. So those dudes really don't travel that much. Mm-hmm. So when they do fly across the country, it it, it means more to them than it does to the NBA guys. DJ, those guys. I mean, and a lot of these dudes, they go overseas. It's it's just. They become almost immune to flying. Right. You know what I mean? guys, though, they, I mean, they know that. They, they go, they, they love to go to the West Coast somewhere in some hot weather. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get them a good meal. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got curfews. And they're going to get up and play. So, you know, NBA guys, you know, they might get into the city and still go out to the club and hang it. You got to play the next day. Yeah. Then play again the next day. Yep. They, these dudes playing, playing yeah. once a week. It's not, it's not that much in your body. When you're flying, it ain't like you, you and coach. It ain't like you going through the airport. These guys you go right through the flight and they be on there, lay no, no, back, no, sleep, legs stretched out, playing cards. I've been absolutely. I'm not even talking about the flight part. I've been a part of road trips for with an NBA player and an NBA, and it, and the difference is though, in terms of like an NBA road trip that those guys is one is in and out the city. It's 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 just different. It doesn't. It seems normal to them. And I've been on NFL road. When you're on the road, you literally feel like you're on the road. It is away from home. You know what I mean? Like, no, this isn't this isn't our city. You got to think those guys also spend the entire week at home and then go out there that one day. NBA guy, New York today, Boston tomorrow, Miami tonight, da da da. So it's, it's just different. It is it is it is different versus like the whole week you're building up for this. Like, 
I'm sure you looked at your itinerary. I didn't even know we were going to that scene this week. You know what I mean? Versus like, you know, from the entire week on Friday, we're catching this flight and we're going to the other side of the country. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm go with the Chargers on this one. Baltimore's got that. I, I would hate to see. They're, they're a team with a lot of pride. And it's just one of those things that is just like, even if they're going to be, this is obviously going to be a down year for them. Is it going to be a 2-14 and 14 down year? Like, that's more than, you know what I mean? Like, that's, there's certain teams like, that you look at, but like, you don't ever do 2-14. and 14. Yeah. They don't ever do 3-13. You said, you said right. that like three weeks ago. Yeah, you've been saying every week. But I said it, and I did, I said that against the, the, the Steelers team. I said, I have no idea why I'm picking this game, and I picked the Ravens against the Steelers, because it's just like, other than they can't go, and that's when they and ended up seeing the stat that Harbaugh had never gone 0-4, and they didn't. They ended up winning. Right. But yeah, no, nah, I mean, you're right. No, nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just feel like you're right. Chargers have more to work with, and they coming off a loss to a bad team, and I, um, and if I'm in that locker room, I feel like dude, they still it ain't over for them. I feel like they gotta come into this yeah, game. You're right. It's pretty much over for the Ravens. And definitely, you know, it is. And sooner or later, I do have to accept that there's going to be a lot of losses this year from the Ravens. It's just now I'm just it's almost like you're kind of just like you said enough is enough stockpiling just like. Okay, I've accepted the fact that they're not going to win ten games, but mm-hmm. it's just like Jesus, they're going to lose four. They're going to lose all of them. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm not willing to commit to that either. Like, National pride. Yeah, yeah like I, that, that's a lot. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Bengals at Steelers. Good game. It's a good game. Yeah. Divisional Steelers. I'm waiting to see what this has been, but I still take um Bengals. Got to see Ben's coming back. Um, I'll take Bengals right now, but the Ben Roethlisberger come back, that, that might change. I'll go. I'll go with Bengals. This, this, this if Ben this were to come back game. and his first game was at home against the Bengals, that, that stadium would be jumping. And, and Antonio game, Brown yeah. be happy. Yeah. And his yeah. owners will too. The Bengals are good, but at some point in time. Yeah. And they're coming off a bye. Yeah. And they're coming off a bye. Yeah. Go ahead. This is going to be a rough week, man. It is. Titans at Texans. Ooh. <laughs> Go the home team. That's why you like innocent one. Like, ooh, <laughs> like, like how do you make that one? I go, no, I, no, 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 no. I even, I, I'm reversing. Give me the Tennessee. Like, I don't have. I think no, Texas are have no reason to pick either team. Nope, none at all. Um, is Mariota playing? Um, I think yeah. I think you said you're supposed to play. Not that. I don't give me the Texans. Give me the Texans. Still here in that one. I, Texas are bad, bro. Titans are bad, too. <laughs> I, th- I feel like the Texans are unexplainably bad, though, because I don't feel like they should be this bad. This is going to be a very interesting yeah, That's true. We, we, That's very true, actually. We, usually we pick a lot of the same picks this week. We have yeah, somebody's going to be. Outside of the Patriots and yeah. the Falcons. Somebody's yeah. going to be. Everything is. Or the Cardinals. Yeah. Somebody's going to be texting after the game. And the Bengals. That's what I meant. The Bengals. The Jets and Raiders. So I was driving, might be up there with those little windy. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving and it was a little windy. Right? Was yeah, that. definitely. Go ahead. Jets at, at Raiders. Jets. Mm. Not so Jets, though. Yeah. It's in Oakland, right? In Oakland. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Gotta go to Jets. Um, Seattle at Dallas. Seattle. Seattle. Oh, yeah. Seattle. Dallas, I remember they said it when it happened. It was like, 
corner eyes are just like, yo, they could perceivably, they could lose every game that Romo doesn't play. And yeah. still only be like two games out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Packers at Broncos. Damn, good game, bro. Where's that? In Denver? In Denver. That's the Sunday night game or Monday Sunday night? That's a good game. That's yeah. what Sunday night football is supposed to be, bro. Yeah. That That's what Sunday night is supposed to be. Man. Peyton Man is coming off of a bye, and he's been hearing everything about how god awful he is. This is this is Peyton Man's game, and if it ain't Slim, cut him. I'll tell you that from now. That's some free fantasy advice. I mean, they haven't lost. They ain't like this. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm talking about you. Your fantasy team. If they don't do it this week, cut him. He's not playing this week. No, okay. I'm not going to start against the Saints. I feel like Peyton Manning. The greats, you got to give them the respect they deserve and, and, and say that, you know, they got one coming. And I, I say it's this one. It's all, the, he's got the young boy coming, the next guy coming in. You know, this is the this is the guy. Aaron Rodgers is the guy. Um, he's on he's national hearing, TV. He's on national TV. All he's been hearing for the whole season is how the Broncos are 6-0 despite him. Yeah. And he's coming off a bye, so he's well-rested. I, I, I think he comes out with something to prove. Yeah. And, and like I said, if he doesn't, because you know he was going to want this one. And if I think this is the game where it's like, if he doesn't bring in this game, like, he I don't, don't see what, no yeah, like, I don't yeah. know what, when, what more you would bring it for. See, my thing is, is maybe they, the Colts. There's maybe no, they play the Colts. They yeah. like they're in a position where, you know, they're, they're two and five and two and four and they just need this game or they won't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're undefeated. So, um, absolutely. It's not that much, you know, pressure on them. But I do, I do hear what you're saying. He's hearing everything. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a, a weak wrestler. He's never heard anything like that before. Never. Nobody's ever said. He's never been thirty-nine man, this, before either. No, nobody's ever said, "Boy, if your team had a quarterback, they'd be." Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's been always the opposite. Yeah, never said that you're the weak spot of the team. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm you a, can't tell him that's sitting well with him. I'm gonna pick the Broncos. Just I, mean, I think I think it's the Broncos. Just like everybody else thinks their defense. Right. Is I, I agree. That that defense ain't placed no butt. That's a bad boy over there. That's a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the home team. That's why I like I like both of these teams. Yeah, there's a lot to like about both of these teams. Yeah. But I feel like Green Bay is actually playing with house money because they're on they're not if Green Bay loses this so what? Yeah, so what? Yeah. They lost that yeah. they lost to an undefeated team at home. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's really that's house money right there. Right. You almost kinda almost want this loss so you don't get too big headed uh-huh. win. Yep. Like, yeah, you can't hey, tell us anything. I'm glad you think from the same school out because I, I think the same way with the whole just get one of these losses out the way yeah, for because yeah. you just I think that I I think that if the Giants had beat the Patriots that last game of that season, right. I think that Super Bowl would have went completely different. Right. You know, yeah. just like you yeah. each win is just like more pressure. You know, yeah. oh that's 20 in a row. That's mm-hmm. all right. And you keep squeaking them out and squeaking mm-hmm. them out and it's like. You gotta lose. Eventually, you gotta lose. You know what I mean? It's like Miami Dolphins players. You gotta get. You just gotta get that joint out, man. You'd much rather just like let's get it out the way, bro. Let's get it out the way so you can stop talking about it. The pressure of being undefeated. You know, all that joint is going. Anyway, go ahead. And look at this. Colts at the Panthers. I mean, their schedule just gets worse and worse, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Which one of them? The Panthers. Oh, because uh, the Panthers are supposed to be easy. And the Colts keep having easy. Uh, that was on y'all. Y'all was the one that, that was picked the Colts to win 14 games. <laughs> well, yeah, they keep. Well, they lose this one, they'll still be in first place. Colts, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they they can't, the Colts can't win this game, though. Absolutely, they can. 
if, if, might if, pick. if the Colts team that we expect it ever shows up, they will win a game. I might pick the Colts in this game. The same way I'm waiting for that Ravens team to show up. I'd love for these Colts to show up at some point in time. This mm-hmm. this this week gonna separate me right here. If I'm if I'm right, I'm picking the Colts. They're in they're in they're in Carolina, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's Monday Night Football. Yeah. Andrew Luck is another one, but I think I have to believe that Andrew Luck's thing is more about um. Injuries, you know what I mean, versus Peyton Manning. I think Andrew, because I was going to say Andrew Luck would like to stretch. You want to talk about somebody who's hearing a a lot of boos? You mm, know what I mean. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, analysts who put their name on it as Andrew Luck is hands down the MVP for this year. You right. know what I mean. And this dude is now the conversation has gone from hands down MVP to like whether they should go to Hasselback or not. You know what I mean. And that's a far cry from uh from the debate we were having at the start of the year. So mm-hmm. if Andrew Luck is healthy and ever going to show up? I think this would be a good game. Monday Night Football versus Cam Newton. Yeah, it'd be a nice game to show up at. Mm-hmm. Don't think it'll happen, so I'll take the Panthers. I'll take the Panthers. There you go. And I think Cam will have a game that he would like to show to A1 and and, and Demar Johnson. Let's dedicate <laughs> Monday Night Football. Goes out to the barbershop. MG, I appreciate you believing me. DJ and A1. No, I, I I think Cam's having a good year. I'm just saying. I was just saying, like the contrast of. Bobby Brister. Now it, it, that's that's I think those are um interesting. To, those two, you know what I mean, to see those two go because it's two people that are just like, you know, one you can debate how how you know how easy his path has been this year and where I mean it's very much up in the air on Cam Newton. I think you can all joking aside. Go either way on what you want to say about him this year. You can make an argument from both. And then Andrew Luck has just flat out been stinking, stinking up the plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And both of them have the ability to do, you know, great things. Right. And so it's interesting. It's 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 a good that should make for good television. And you hope that you we it'd be nice to see them both come out and play an, an extraordinary game. I really think the NFL will be better when Andrew Luck comes back and enters this um, debate because Peyton Manning is checking out. Um, right. Aaron Rodgers is in his prime. Brady's, you know, as riding fine, but that's going to be falling off sooner or later. Brady said he wants to play 10 yeah. more years. Everybody does. So does no, he said he's going to play 10 more years. I know a lot of people who <laughs> like to play 10 more. I'd like to play one. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that, that's good. But he, he will, be leaving, will be leaving soon. And uh, I don't think you get as, he's going to get as much as a warning. He is, and we, uh, Belichick ain't riding off into the sunset with Brady either. I do hope you know that. When his serve, when his, when he is no longer giving them the best chance to win, Belichick will gladly tell him, and we'll trade him to the Redskins for two first round draft picks <laughs> <laughs> and a player to be named later. So I can tell you that. Um, I'm telling you, one of the players that might be one that that New England might not go for it. Really? Like the fans, like come on. If he proves that he can win. And yeah. he proves that you win. That's true. That's One true, of these yeah. two players, that's Peyton Manning that's or Tom true. Brady, will be finishing their career in the Redskins. Anybody, I promise you that. One of them will be picking up one of those um Dan, uh, Danny Snyder party gifts that he loves to offer. Yeah. Your last year in the league, man. You've done so many things for another franchise. Last year, care package. Yeah, here's a $15 million offer. <laughs> All your service with the Bills. We would like to thank you. Here are the Washington Redskins. Yeah. And, uh, he will be getting – one of them will be coming here with a nice – uh to pick up one of those nice – uh. What do they call it? Severance packages yeah. that Daniel Snyder uh, loves to hand out. <laughs> but now nah, the league will be better with uh, Aaron. Um, excuse me, if Andrew Luck gets himself together, we don't need him to turn into uh, the boy here. You know, that's that's nobody wins with that. When you know people are good, and then just fall off the face of the earth. 
Yes, they will. Yes, they will. He hasn't been cocky about no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yes. And that's one of the reasons I believe him so much because you're right, is that the league will humble you. So I, I think that when you do see somebody getting out there and you're like, oh, a fall is coming, young fella. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, it is coming. But if he, he's seen like at everything and all of his success, he's always said, man, we just got to do better, you know, da 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 da. And so that's what makes you believe, like, nah, I think this dude gets it. Because the ones who don't, you will get it. If you don't get it, you will get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You will get it. You will get it. All right. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Um, are we, are we, we going to hold off on NBA because we've been going for a while now. Yeah. Well, we got, yeah. I'm going to do this a whole separate one so we can just because okay. it's too much to talk about. Okay. The only thing I want to say about the NBA is, is what, what do you guys think about, um, a lot of people, I guess 86% of owners say they would take Anthony Davis with the with the, the starting the franchise. Yeah, and basically, <clears throat> like most people, basically saying he probably the league is his basically. I think 100% of that is based off of age. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't. If my if my franchise is for the next 10 years, if we're if we're playing a video game setting where you can turn injuries off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think you'd be a fool to not take into account that Anthony Davis, I don't think, will ever sniff 82 games. You know what I mean? Um, I know where you're going with the other person, Slim, and, and LeBron. If I start a basketball team for 2015 and I want to make the NBA Finals, I'm picking LeBron first every single time. Right. Every every single time. If, it, if it's about this year, one year, I'm, I'm picking LeBron. Um, Anthony Davis... There's nothing. You don't ever want to take anything away from Anthony Davis. He's a young kid, and if he was to continue to get better, sky is that's the definition of sky is the limit. But I mean, how many times have we said that in the last 20 years? A lot. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's so many people. Everybody has revisionist revisionist history, and I can say a name. And you're like, nah, I knew he wasn't going to be there. I'm like, that's not the case. Like, I, that's why I keep these. You know what I mean? So people, so people don't forget, you know, and it'd be like, no, nah, no, I'd be like, no, nah, I have the Sports Illustrated cover where they said he was going to be the next greatest thing to ever, you right. know what I mean? Like, and there's a lot of people who were supposed to be that and mm-hmm. it just, and it didn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? So do I think he can? Absolutely. But I'm already, I know one guy who already is, you know, yeah. LeBron is, and he's currently still alive and doing just fine. Right. And that's, that's my thought on that. I still got to see more from him. From Anthony Davis. Yeah, I gotta see more. I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, just face up jump shots and a lot of, you know, just catching lobs and transition buckets. Um, I don't really see him play a lot with his back to the basket. Um, I, I, I wouldn't, I mean, I probably wouldn't pick him before I'll pick KD even. Yeah, that's I'm, a good point. Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really ready. I'm not ready to give that to him yet. I'm How old is KD? 25. Oh, maybe 26. I mean, you taking into effect those two uh, surgeries? Yeah, I mean, even even I mean, even with the two surgeries, I'm just I would. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying, going against you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying I've I've seen KD KD can do everything. Um, and Anthony Davis, they say he's gained a little bit of weight. He's you know added a three pointer to his game, but ready to give him the whole league. Let me, let me ask you I'm this. Not. What do you want to see from AD? What can you say that you'd be like, he does that, and 
I'll, I'll be, I'm, I'm on the train. Um, I don't know. It's, I'm trying to, I mean, I want, I want to see him play with his back to the basket. It's like he, he, he kind of played like Bosch did in, in Toronto. Like Bosch was a center, but he wasn't really posting guys up. He catching them off the 15 foot. You step out on me. I'm a, they can go by you. If you with, don't, I'm gonna shoot the, the 15 footer. With, with with his frame and his already lack of ability to to stay healthy, is that a good look for him? Um, ha, has he had a lot of injuries like that? I mean, it, it happens. I haven't really kept up with his, yes. with his um injuries. Yes. And he's 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 the dude that this week is is the shoulder, and then he comes back. He's questionable, questionable. He comes back and then leaves that game with the ankle. And then, you know, questionable, questionable, quote. So it's not like year ending surgery joint. It's just yeah. like every week it's Nick for Nat, Nick for Nat, Nick for Nat. As a guy who's owned in fantasy, it's like, it's kind of like the Corey McGetty thing where it's just like every week it's, you know, the shoulder, the ankle, the knee, the this, the that. And, you know, you're leaving the game, you come back, you come back, you know, it's never like long gone, but it's always like that next injury is right around the corner. Right. Which is the same thing Steph was. Up until yeah, right. two years ago, right. until you know last year, Steph Steph uh, Steph was the exact same thing. Right. Week off with the ankle, then come back, then ankle again. But yeah, no. So so would you go ahead? So you said you want to see. I asked you what you want to see. You said the back to the, I mean, the post game. They talk about the league is this. I'm like, I know he blocks. He blocks shots. Um, but I mean, what is he? Is he is he better than Lamarcus Aldridge? I mean, Lamarcus Aldridge also, you know, rebounds great. He hits. Shot. He's a better shooter than Anthony Davis right now. Um, I'm he doesn't block shots as well. Here's what I'm going to tell you with this, and it's something that nobody will want to admit, and the NBA or the NFL will never admit. Fantasy sports has impacted sports so much, it's not even funny. Yeah. So, if this is Michael Jordan had the privilege of growing up, playing, and none of that existed. Yeah. But so. You know, there's not, there's not this thing. If, at 10 years ago, if there was no fantasy basketball, nobody would be talking about the guy who's the leading scorer on the ninth team in the West. That's, that's just not the case. But when we put out these rankings, it's the reason that out the blue, the Danny Thompson's hands down the greatest thing ever. And it's like, what do we mean saying that if it weren't for the fact that you have to draft the number one in every single league? People notice that. And they, and it does affect people's opinion. It's the reason so many, there's people who nobody, that 10 years ago, nobody would care about. But now, no, no, your average sports fan knows all 32 starting running backs. That's not, that was not the case before. You you know what I mean? And it's like, I know this guy could do that in the third. These people know their strengths and weaknesses. Oh, I know that Matt Forte runs and catches the ball in the backfield. How you know that? Because you play fantasy. You know what I mean? That, that, that's why it is. So I think that the reason that Anthony Davis is creeping up into these people is because the dude literally fills up a box score. He, I mean, a box score. He, he fills it up. He just fills it up. And that catches people's attention. Right. It, it, it does. And what we were saying when we were having the debate before, when we were talking about Kevin Love, I don't think anybody watched Kevin Love's basketball game and said he's one of the best five players in the NBA. That's not the case. You saw his fantasy number. You see his numbers, and you're like, how can he not be one of the best five guys in the NBA? Yeah. He's the top five in every damn category. Yeah. You know, so I think that's where it comes from with the Anthony Davis sort of stuff is that it's it's the numbers. But what's that based off of the fact that when he was in Minnesota they they didn't win despite his stats? Is that why you why you say that? Why I say what? I mean I think that it was that and it was the way he scored. Yeah. It was like he I mean he he, he, he was everything. It was a lot of meaningless points. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot of you got your power forward taking ten threes a game. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean he, he worked on his jump shot and I, and I get it. 
you know, he, he can make shots, but it wasn't it wasn't like he getting hard buckets like, you know, Barkley used to get. Yeah. You know, even the Marcus Aldridge, a guy like that, that ended up finding, you know, getting his bucket like a regular power forward. He's just out there, you know, he got, you know, Rubio, a great passer out there. He's just sticking around shooting a lot of threes, and then when he ain't getting the ball, you know, he sneaks in there, and it's like the rebounds he get is like, I think he got some kind of magnets in his hand. <laughs> because he's not jumping. Definitely not jumping. He's not the strong. He's not reaching. He's yeah. not the, doesn't have the longest, uh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, what you call it? For some reason, yeah. the ball just lands in his hand. It's, it's, it's did, y'all, did y'all see this? It was a few years back, though, when they did the sport, sport science thing on him about how he does that. Did y'all Even catch that? Oh, uh, okay. I believe, oh, for your record, Anthony Davis, 64, 67, and 68. So he hasn't even played 70 games. But, um, what was I going to say? The, uh, no, sometimes, like, numbers tell you a lot, A1. That's why I've been trying to tell you, say, you feel it's like, you'll watch a game and the guy has 30 points and it's just garbage points. And then you say, game on the line, timeout, drawing up a play for the guy. And the guy can't even get a shot off. You know what I'm saying? Like, defense knows you're getting the ball and you're like, all right, let's get the play into Kevin Love. Kevin Love's like, so this is what we're going to do. You take a shot, miss it. I'm going to get the board. And put it back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's not a play. Like, that's mm-hmm. really how I get my points. You know, like, and, and it's just like the box score says here that you're top three in the NBA in scoring. But like, I mean, so then what separates him from a guy like DeMarcus Cousins? Then, right. no, you could or Kerry uh, Irvin before LeBron got there. Because you can watch, you watch DeMarcus Cousins. I have no problem throwing the ball. DeMarcus Cousins say, "Go get a bucket, buddy." Yeah, and I, I certainly have no problem saying, matter of fact, you. I don't care what the scoring numbers are. Like, Kyrie Irving might not be in the top 10 in the NBA score. might not be in the top 20. Mm-hmm. I can certainly tell you, people I want to throw the ball out to say, go get a bucket, young fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's five of that. And I'm a lot more comfortable giving the ball to Cousins than I am giving it to Davis. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. As much as a binder as Cousins is, Cousins can shoot also. And he can put the ball on the floor and go coast to coast. And then get a bucket. And he can out-bully the big man. Yeah, nah, I I agree. I I agree. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not as um hard on Anthony Davis as you are, but I I totally, especially as a player who's played in the league, I can certainly understand well, why you think that hard on him is like they, no no crown wait and see wait and see wait and see I don't I I'm not as hesitant to crown mm-hmm. him as you are. Can we say yeah. that then? Not say so, yeah, yeah. I'm not as hesitant as you. I'm I'm a little bit further along on the Anthony Davis train than you are. But I can certainly see where you are, and, I, and I'm not crowning him anything either. I, I think the crown is there. It's available for him to take, and you know, but he would not be the first person that had the opportunity to grab it and didn't. So what, when when he said, um, what about Durant? What do you say about that? If you had to start, if you get, if those were your two choices, Anthony Davis or Kevin Durant, who would you take to like lead your franchise for the next for ten years? years? For the next year? Year or ten years, whatever. Year, five years, whatever. Kevin Durant. Okay. I think the things that Kevin Durant has already done is that best case scenario Anthony Davis does what he's what Kevin Durant has already done. You know what I mean? Um, they're both transcendent players. Um, to answer my own question, what Anthony Davis needs to do is become relevant. We've seen we've seen that you can do the numbers thing, which is ain't like him. be relevant. Do be relevant. Now, I mean, he took, his, took his team to the. I was gonna say he took his team to the playoffs in the West. Which very is tough. very tough. Yeah, yeah. They're not a threat to do any, a damn thing. Yeah. But um, be relevant. And not saying it's an easy task. You know, I'm not saying like you know anybody should be able to do it. No, mm-hmm. it's not. But you'll if you made them like a fourth seed or or not even a fourth, but like they went seven round, they went seven games with 
the Spurs or somebody in the playoff, mm-hmm. y'all fellas right. did something, you know, like I mean, be, be relevant. Even suck. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon can get a bucket. Gordon get a bucket. You know, Ryan Anderson, one of the best shooters in the league. Then you got. Did you say Tyreek? Yeah, he did. Okay. I seek. You know, he's a serviceable center. He can. Anthony Davis don't gotta be down there doing all the banging because he does. That's why. That's why I'm like, I, well, as long as Ashik is going to be there, that's what he does do: is bang and get boards and whatever. Yeah. I just want to see you be relevant. That's it. I, I don't want to put numbers on it because no matter what number you put on, he can reach the numbers. He can do the numbers. I know. You know, the numbers are nothing. I wouldn't surprise me if he did 27, 12, two blocks. And I mean, the dude's a stat filler. And, and just and makes, I'm watching him is just, and I'm and I'm like, man. All, all his points are just the energy points. They're not really much skill points, and he does have skill. But I have seen him, you know, consistently make make his mid range jumpers. But it's like a lot of the points are just energy points. And I'm like, I see these KKD out there. He got a, you know, they were all skill points. But he got you know the best defenders on him, and you know double teams coming. And he got to really work to, to get his points. And LeBron too. Alright, well we've already previewed the preview. We just gave you a preview of what we Alright folks, make sure you check us out next week. One, two, one, and, uh, one, two. Enjoy your week. Uh, Thank you. Uh.